0: Dorktales presents Wild Beyond the Witchlight, a Feywild adventure. Hello everyone and welcome to Wild Beyond the Witchlight, uh, the How to Run Chapter 2. Uh, if you're joining us now, this game is going, well, this, this episode is going to be talking about how we ran Chapter 2 of Wild Beyond the Witchlight and some things that uh, people have asked us about how we did it and what we would do in the future for Um, if we had to do it again, things like that. Uh, The first time we did this, it was pretty well received and and y'all asked for another one, so here we are. This is particularly useful because one of our players is moving at like what time tomorrow morning?
1: I leave for the airport at 10 a.m.
0: Oh, that's so good. I'm so happy for you. Hayden finally gets to go home.
1: It's been a year. One
0: week. I'm
1: sorry. (laughs) Don't start me. (laughs) listen <laughs> you're
0: gonna see your boy yeah, and all I'm of your bo- boy. your furry boys
1: too all my fur babies uh, so that includes my husband
0: <laughs> i just realized though that now we're gonna have to contend with alejandro's clicky clacky keyboard again
1: no i'll be in oh. my own office actually
0: Ooh. Okay, we are really... separating
1: Ooh. the offices so oh you
0: scared me for a second i'm like oh no
1: <laughs> no 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 no! don't no, pause don't I
0: pause don't, in that sentence
1: <laughs> no we're separating the offices okay so. that's cool
0: that's cool Uh, Alright, so hey folks, how's it going? Welcome to Dork Tales. I am Kelly, the Dungeon Master here. I use he and him pronouns, and I'm excited to be here tonight because we get to just do a really long chat. That was a fun noise. A really long chat session uh, where we get to talk to you about all sorts of cool stuff, Uh, and if you have any questions, put them in the Twitch uh, comments stream right now. We've also got a bunch in a Google Doc that we've collected from YouTube and Discord and Facebook and uh, all the fun places where you have left comments about what kind of things you want to hear. Without further ado, I'm going to pass the mic over and... Christine, say
2: hi. One sec. I had to find my mouse again to be able to unmute. (laughs) Hello. I'm Christine. Um, I use the she, her pronouns, and I play Gwendolyn Shafra. You can call her Wyn, though. Uh, She is a human monk. All right. Hello, Hayden.
1: Hi, guys. I'm Hayden Davio. I use they, them pronouns, and I play Nico Freya, the Kitsadria Warlock.
0: Nice. Hello, Caitlin.
3: Hello. I'm Caitlin. I use she/her pronouns and I usually play Luthien Aradell, the um, half elf um, fighter.
0: Thanks. Uh hello, Robin.
3: i hello, sorry elf. my sorry, my
0: elf.
4: K- kettle was singing, so I got some tea quickly. Some uh, tea for this game. Um hello everyone. I'm Robin. I use she/her or they/them pronouns and um Tonight, I'm not playing, but usually on Mondays, I am Sasira Novis, our
5: tiefling, um, clockwork soul sorcerer.
0: Nice, and finally, last but not least, Krista, who you may not recognize.
5: I do still have a mane, but I'm I look a little bit you different always have face. a mane. I do always have a mane. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Krista. Uh, you can use she, her, or they, them pronouns for me. Uh, I normally look like a lion man, uh, because I play Isaac. Ronaldi of the Runegling, uh, and uh, he is a Leonin rogue.
0: Nice. All right. So tonight we're going to be talking about all the stuff that uh, helped us get through chapter two. Uh, quick note: there will be spoilers because you, we're talking. We're literally talking about the the book. Uh, however, there's only going to be spoilers for chapter one and chapter two because these folks are still playing the game and they have no idea uh, what is uh, supposed to be happening. Did what did we do last time? Did I have the character creation screen up? Like, I think, we, we, were I think we were just in squares.
1: I think we're just in. talked. Yeah. Was I was I just using? Talked, or just in our little
5: squares? Mm-hmm.
0: Was I yeah. using the different frame though?
5: No, I don't think I was. I just looked at the video, no. and it's just us.
0: It's just. It's not the episode zero frames.
5: Uh, I don't believe so.
0: Okay, I was just curious because I was like, "Wait, what
2: do yeah. I? Uh, did I do
5: that?" I was really out of it on the last one, so I'm not 100. Oh, that's sure. fair because
0: you were really sick. That's why we decided <laughs> to do it. What do, it, it no they're they're well. the
2: old frames. Oh, okay, what? with the was, red and white.
0: Was it the the zero frames or was it the did it have did it have levels on it?
2: Yes, level two. It looks like.
0: Alright, whatever. We'll just use this then. All right, so no. Yeah. Uh, nah. <laughs> um, nice. <laughs> Uh, all right. So um, that's
5: a great. Comment. Yeah, <laughs> we'll
0: talk. Uh, so. All right. So, folks, let's just jump into this. Uh, so first of all, um, we're going to have. So I want you to start thinking about what worked for you as players and what didn't work, as well as some of your favorite portions of game like what really sang out of the module and what really sang uh between each other as as well as what was kind of discordant. I also want to get a sense I'll be asking you throughout this like what worked for you with uh inter par- party interaction and and where uh you want your characters to kind of go from here in kind of like a, I mean you don't have to spoil anything if you want to keep it secret but like if there's anything that you want to do to try to like connect your characters a bit better like we can talk about that too. But first, I'm going to go ahead and answer a question that I get more often than any other question on YouTube, which is, I love your soundtracks, what music do you use? Uh, So, uh, for music, I tend to use, I use a lot of Tabletop Audio, which is a free resource available, uh, tabletopaudio.com. Uh, I strongly suggest you go support uh, whoever runs it, a guy named Tim, uh, on Patreon uh, because, seriously, it's a fantastic site. It's got sound effects. It's got uh, loopable tracks with all sorts of things. And if you support them on Patreon, you can get MP3s of the tracks with and without sound effects. So the, the basics have the sound effects and music mixed together, but you can get them separate, which is really useful. Um, because sometimes you just want the battle music without the noise, because like, cling, 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 that's going to over headphones. It's not great um, for hours and hours and hours. Um, so I use a lot of that. Uh, we also use, um, uh, f- a site called, uh, filmmusic.io, uh, which is a bunch of free to use music. Uh, so long as you use the, uh, creative commons license with it, make sure everybody knows it's always on our credits. Uh, includes a lot of Kevin McLeod, who is the internet, uh, the king of free music on the internet. Uh, you have heard his stuff. I guarantee it. Uh, if you've listened to Critical Role Season 1, you've definitely heard his fight music. Dun, 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 dun. Bleh! That one. Yeah, that's him. Uh, and then uh, I have uh, like a Humble Bundle music pack I bought a while ago with free license stuff, as well as some licenses from Dark Fantasy Studio and Monument Studios, which are both fantastic places. Um, I, I know Dark Fantasy Studio puts their stuff on YouTube, so if you're just playing around your table, you can use them there. Um, but... Uh, I think Monument Studio does not because they actually are trying to, like, make money off of their work, which, fair. Um, so I have paid licenses through them that I use, um, which is what our Patreon helps pay for, stuff like that. So if you like the music, thanks. Uh, the Patreon paid for it, so if, mm, mm, hop over. Um, but uh, if you're doing your own music, I strongly suggest um, uh, just... Find cool stuff that you like on, on like YouTube or um, there are tons of Spotify playlists if you're not broadcasting it. Um, nobody cares what you're playing around the table. That's one of the reasons why we found it so hard to run a um, a Star Wars game here because oh my God, Star Wars is 90% John Williams uh, and and lightsaber sound effects. And I'm pretty sure that we would get disney the second I did the <laughs> noise with my cell phone. I really want to though.
2: I did like that the one time we did one, you did the opening crawl yourself.
0: <laughs>
6: uh, that so we, was
2: just... <laughs>
0: yes, there is one video where we had an opening crawl. Well, it's because we I tried to use a little bit of one in the opening crawl for that short Star Wars game that I ran for uh, you, Caitlin, and Neil. And we got we got Disney claimed immediately on it. Um, and so when we did, we did a streaming for survivors uh, charity stream. Um, I just sang the opening theme to Star Wars because, as you know, it is a singable theme. Uh, Hayden looks upset. Yeah, because I think you listened
2: to the theme in your ear. No, and I'm just enjoying. <laughs> kind of did and then when you didn't actually hear the rest of it that you were hearing to go along to it was just you
0: yeah that was great. I, I did okay it was all right uh sorry anyway, that's the music we use uh if you ever have any questions about what to use music for your games i have been a, a major proponent of using music for games for like the past like 15 years of, of running games uh in, in tabletop live action play it, it really really makes it uh, and there are so many great artists out there that do, like, just just wonderful pieces that you can use. Uh, and the trick is, don't use anything from an A-list movie that everyone has seen, because every time you have seen someone like like Klaus Belt or someone like. Um, Oh, I I don't know. I mean, John Williams is too easy. But anytime you've seen a major composer like Hans Zimmer, go look for their earlier stuff that nobody... It's almost just as good, but people don't have the immediate connection to it. Uh, Also, uh, the use of leitmotifs is is really, really important in storytelling. So if you are up to it and find a song that you love enough, feel free to kind of keep seeding it throughout the game. Uh, We have one that I constantly use. And if you're paying attention... Uh, to it I know I know Robin is and I think Krista definitely is as well because you both are music geeks Um, but anytime uh, I'm gonna hop on roll 20 and just play one real quick so if you're not there whatever not a big deal but anytime we have uh, anything involving the hags show up this will play as soon as it loads (laughs) oh roll 20 why are you so slow
4: Yeah, yeah, I know that. I recognize that.
0: So if you're paying attention while the game is running and hear this, that means that something involving the Hourglass Coven is happening. And it's just things like that, like, even if your players aren't 100% paying attention, the vibe will show up subconsciously. It's really useful. Uh, Once again, Star Wars. Literally anything Star Wars um, uh, is really good for that. Uh, so yeah, that that's that music question. So that, that that's me gushing about that. So let's let's hop in. I'm gonna ask a question from our graphic designer Michael. Uh, folks, what do you love and hate about your character as the controlling player? And uh, is there what would you change about your character to fit the campaign better? Or what do you what do you want to change about them to fit the campaign better? Anybody wanna jump in on that?
1: Um. It's something that I honestly have started shifting with Nico honestly, is I was just playing the cute chaos and I was just kind of living in that. Mm. And like, that was like a good jumping off point for Nico, I feel. But as we've gotten like a little bit deeper into it, I actually, I don't know if people have noticed, uh, but it's something that I've been doing for me is actually dropped her voice slightly. Um, I dropped her voice ever so slightly. and it's just started to feel a little bit more natural when um when i'm playing her and i feel like she's come to life a little bit more in that um so that was something that I, it's not something that i disliked about her but change like just changing up the voice ever so slightly hmm. uh really helped me kind of ground her a little bit more i feel um finding your like, find still... voice was
0: really hard for you in the beginning wasn't it cuz like you yeah, bounced back forth with me in a lot of accents
1: I was like, do I want to do an accent for her? Do I not? Because I wanted to learn Scottish for her, but I was having a really hard time with it. And I'm like, I'm not going to be ready to do this for stream. I would a- eventually love to. And I'm like working on like the vowel sounds and stuff like that. And because that's where I start with accents. But um, I was having a really hard time placing her, but I think i found a really comfy place for her that's like made her feel more like a person to me. Um, but I think that's kind of it is I'm like, I want to try to ground her a little bit more and make her less, I'm up here all the time. And I think once we started introducing a little bit more like backstory things, I was starting to get, I was like, okay, this is kind of who she is. Um, but I think that's kind of it really for me. Outside of that, I'm like, I love Nico. She's a good, good time. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I think
2: something similar for Win in that, I really started off with just being an absolute just like huh (laughs) sort of character of i i don't understand eat cotton candy i'm real stupid sort of thing and kind of have started pulling out more of it because i think it was fun to lean into that and it's now it's people know that about win as known i don't need to keep beating it over the head (laughs) anymore um, but I can still be silly that way. Mm-hmm. But I can pull out the whole, well, now let's negotiate sort of thing and be serious with, like, Bavlorna. Because mm-hmm. she's not intelligent, but she's wise. So, like, it's she gets shit. Right? She's just not very smart.
0: <laughs> she's fairly charismatic, too, right? Decent?
2: Um, I think so.
0: I mean, she's got, like...
2: Not you bad. Know,
0: giant doe eyes, so that helps. She's real cute. It's
1: cool. I love playing her. It's if Christine looks at you with the doe eyes, you're like, and I'm pudding. I'm pudding. Goodbye.
0: See, yeah.
1: That yeah. look, that look, Christine, no. Yeah. No. Those of you <laughs> listening on podcast my little heart. <laughs> are missing out. You're um, missing out. Christine's beautiful. It's true. Only we mm-hmm. thank you.
0: Um, there are a couple of characters like I think that everybody's arcs have been really good developing up uh, particularly uh, recently it's been really good seeing like uh, Luthien kind of fall into her role because Caitlin you usually start pretty quiet on characters and then like build
3: up Yeah. with the exception yeah. of
0: Talfrin on Random Memories, who just kind of jumped like Yeah, oh.
3: well, we started with a bang it, it, literally
0: literally. Literally, <laughs> literally you woke literally. up in bed we next to someone else's somebody.
4: wife <laughs>
3: Yeah. Yeah, wasn't he jumping
4: wasn't he running out in a wagon or something like no he jumped but
3: like like yeah what was oh, that right. he gathered
2: he, his clothes and bailed out the window right <laughs> yes,
0: yes, yes. yeah exactly yeah <laughs> uh and then also seeing yeah. seeing isaac flop back and forth between being a complete cat bastard and uh and slowly realizing that he might have friends here has been kind of fun
5: yeah it it i really wanted to play him as an asshole because i i'm i'm literally wearing my shirt that says world's okay as paladin um i it's ha- for, for those of you that know me it's it's hard for me to say no to people and it's hard for me to not help people out <laughs> um so playing this character that like didn't instantly like oh yeah i'll help you oh yeah i'll do this thing for you um was very like counterintuitive and i kept having to like convince myself like no you're not doing this to help them you're tricking them into getting them to help you and i kept like having these like plans of like okay i'm gonna sell them out if this happens (laughs) and then
2: Wynn just goes (laughs) (laughs) but
5: isaac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and 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 see krista falls for it isaac wouldn't and it's so hard to not lead into that obviously um, Wins just that charismatic though it, clearly clearly <laughs> it, it breaks the metaverse it's so so charismatic um yeah but like after i am really glad that like that arc has kind of happened and like mm. The fact that he died and was not really but brought back by nico um and all of a sudden felt himself caring and like wanting these people to survive and be there for him and help and not not just to help but just to have them around it's like the first time he's had that in a very long time Mm -hmm. and so it's it's it was perfect that that happened right when we leveled because he started he took his first level of mastermind rogue and so it it worked out perfect that all of a sudden his 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 literal ability is to you know provide the help action from a distance in combat so he's literally learned to help people for the sake of helping people instead of getting it back it's it's beautiful when the mechanics and the characters line up but that was always my thing I hated about him because it was the thing that I purposefully put on him as a challenge for myself
0: that's it's really good though it's really coming together and I'm, I'm really excited to see like how everybody develops I, I yeah. know that we're going to get a lot of emotional beats out of Nico in the next chapter. We're going to be getting a little more into Win in the next chapter, and now that Sassy has her creativity back, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of different layers of this character. I know, Robin, you've been trying to like juggle in your head how this is going to affect, like, how she's going to change and grow and like mm-hmm. all of that. So that the
4: sig- like going on to like what you love and hate about it, um, because for a while, um, we can say this now that I fir- we figured out what, um her character like what what her, her lost thing was. I didn't have much of a concept for my character going into session zero other than oh, I kind of want this doctor Strange vibe. but other than that I didn't know much about her until I rolled that secret that what she lost and create artistic creativity. I'm like, okay, cool. This is why she likes order. This is why she's brought up to this because she was creative. And then now she just she's lost that. So the only thing that can kind of keep her going is
6: mm-hmm.
4: and I played it. She didn't really necessarily know as much about what she lost until the mirror uh, when they, she saw the music notes. So I was like, well, now she knows what she's lost mm-hmm. and why. Um, so I what I loved about that was like the, the choice. But then I hate like the, the I I was having a hard time finding her voice because I was trying to do the Doctor Strange voice and it just didn't work. So I was kind of just playing monotone. And so I was like, you know what? I don't like her voice. So cool, when she gets her creativity back, I'm gonna switch up the voice and you you you, you like you guys immediately caught that she sounded different. I was like, yep, that's Well, this you didn't great. change
2: it much. I was gonna say no. that the thing that was absolutely amazing was <clears throat> all you, you you kept the same tone, but all you had was inflection happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was
1: just like Oh damn! <laughs> right. Okay. I love shit like that. I love when you mm-hmm. like change something so slight, but people pick up on it. I love that. Yeah. I really, really love that. I'm excited to see where where Sassy goes.
5: I'm really happy that mm-hmm. that you got the first tag, yeah.
1: and the Me fact that like you too. got to
5: you're yeah. you're gonna get to explore this even more for most oh, of the game.
4: Yep, I was I was really looking forward to that because I was like, okay, cool. Now that I know what it was, I'm like, I hope I get it soon because, I also talked to Kelly about. Because my character is like sorcerers are charisma based for the spellcasting, so I have my highest stat is my charisma. But things for like performance, I'm like,
0: except for rapping, and that and that is not no. You had
4: me roll me at disadvantage at the beginning of the rapping, and then as she got better, you told me not to, and then eventually you actually had me roll with advantage for the last one because it was because you had momentum.
0: And I would like to remind you, this is not me saying that rapping is not a performance based art, but this is me reminding you that. Uh, Dre is a doctor so it is obviously and he is a doctor of math it
5: is a science it's a science
0: I was going to point that out last game Uh, also thank you very much we just hit 2750 followers thank you so much for joining us there and for those of you who just subbed thank you so much really Indie Mama Rollers of Fate you guys are awesome Uh, so yeah, dude. Let's bump and let's bop onto another question. So we got some questions about the way the module was running. Uh, we got one from Wonka here. Uh, was there any part of the module you had to modify to create better a better storytelling experience? Uh, yes, there there are a couple. Um, actually, there's one that I really want to I really want to point out. So if you're running this module, okay, the way this is set, and this is not a spoiler for y'all, okay. Uh, Because I changed it. So, you know, it's not going to matter. But the way that it works is you start off and you've got, I mean, you you know that you're going to have to go through three different realms. There's three hags, you know, pretty obvious. The way they have this written here is that you're supposed to, like, bop around between these places, potentially, and that, like, there can be significant backtracking. I don't like that. I think that completely ruins the momentum that comes in a fairy tale. Because when you're when you're talking about it, and this is this book is a fairy tale. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's all about the the forward progression and the growth. And as you are going through this module, there are you should not backtrack. You should not get back to the witchlight carnival until the epilogue. You sh- that's not the point of the hero's journey. And that's basically what we're doing here is we're going through this cycle, uh, which is really funny because by the we started in the swamp, which is kind of like the the if you understand Joseph Campbell, starting with a swamp is kind of funny. Um, but then, and we're, yeah, it's really funny because we're going up into mountains in number three, um, which is on the bottom of the wheel. Um, but, uh, So what I did is, any chance I have to just push the story forward, uh, I do. I'll make something up. Like, Bavlorna originally uh, asks you to go do a bunch of tasks for her and is like, you know, like, bring me back this portrait. I'm like, no, screw that. She creates a magic mailbox for you if you agree to it. She'll have to borrow something from you, like your ability to smile, which you'll get back when you deliver this portrait, right? But until then, you have a temporary hindrance, uh but you have a way so that you do not have to go back and i was completely open to but so use that like um i think it was going to be like a bag of holding that just transports stuff one or one or two directions um so she could like in theory before they 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 you know burglared her uh she was going to be able to give them their items through the bag and then receive the portrait at the same time. We I didn't com-
5: actually take that, though, did we? Because I thought did, we said, we'll come back.
0: You, you did, and then she got really pissed because oh. she figured out that you started stealing stuff. So this was yeah, my so original... Yes,
5: the red cap was shouting. <laughs>
0: so this is, this is my original idea, right, was to do that. Uh, and then you guys completely did something different, which which uh, is another question we have. How do you handle it when players do something that doesn't line up with your plans? Mm-hmm. You just you do it. Uh, we'll get on that <laughs> in a sec. Um, <laughs> but I was completely ready with this option for y'all to, like open the bag underneath the ocean or something like that. I'm like, okay, oh. sure.
2: <laughs> Cause know, oh, that would have been fun. I know. Right. Yeah. There was,
0: I was like, she didn't think this through. Mm. She's not as smart as she thinks she is. Um, <laughs> by the way, letter. always make fallible NPCs. Don't make them like idiots unless they're an idiot, in which case go fun. Uh, but like Bavlorna has, I mean, she's got an int of 16, but her, her wisdom is 12. She might not think this one all the way through if she's greedy, and she's very greedy. Um, So uh, that's one thing I changed. The other thing that I'm changing is leveling up. So the way the game works is that it's taking you up. uh, You gain a level whenever you go to a new realm for the first time, and you gain a level whenever you encounter a hag for the first time. Uh, However, um, it didn't make sense to level you all up after the game where you first ran into Bavlorna. Also, hello, Raid. Good to see you, Nightbite.
1: Mm. Nightbite, hi. We're, we're,
0: we're talking about how to run Wild Beyond the Witchlight, so hope you, uh, hope you like some D&D talk. Uh, mm-hmm. So that, that's mm-hmm. normally where you gain levels. It didn't make any sense to level you up in the middle of a conversation because that's where game ended with you guys going to like go you know unplug a pipe. Um, mm-hmm. But then I didn't want to level you up two levels in one session because the thing about leveling up in D&D, especially in a game where you don't do much combat because this is not a combat-heavy module, is that you um you don't want to level up too much at once because then you it takes you you'll, you'll stumble over your powers and like your new abilities and stuff especially like like Christine playing a monk for the, like like one of the first times monks
4: get
2: I barely stuff. fought.
4: one <laughs> mm-hmm. for most people um level three is a big one because that's when you get usually all your subclass stuff so like that's a bunch of new things to to mm-hmm. learn so doing a, mm-hmm. a quick jump
2: one well, see i'd already done that with monk once in um it's always yeah. magical and Fandelia mm-hmm. because we jumped levels fairly frequently oh, and then it,
0: yeah it was so it was level.
2: difficult trying to yeah. um actually like wrap my head around everything that Corlin could do in that game Because she was a monk and all of a sudden I have all these options because I'd have all the stunning fist, all the flurry options, all the key point options, all this stuff. I was like, okay, what can I combine and what can I do?
1: Because suddenly you'd go from having like three key points to an ass load and you're like, ah,
5: okay. Yep. Yep.
1: I well, fully kind of forgot all engaged. of
5: rogue abilities. I like I for the I think for the first time in game I used disengage and I was like, oh right, I have bonus actions, dude. <laughs> bonus action disengage,
1: bonus action dashing. Oh,
5: so it. good, um, this
2: my, is my like, first time like properly yeah. playing a human
1: with feats. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep forgetting what I can do. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I consistently, no matter what game I played, I consistently forget. Feats. Yeah. <laughs> right. Especially when you have like a ton of stuff on like crits, you're like, oh, I have 10 more things to do. Hold on.
2: Yep. yep. I'm hoping yeah. this is going to help me out because I got a new tablet recently and I've been setting up one note yeah. for all of my witch light stuff. Nice. And I've been sitting there putting all the monk abilities in, all like the special monk ways stuff in all of Wynn's stuff in. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll have a character sheet and this. And I'm hoping this will make it easier because it'll all be on one page. No flipping back and forth through like two different books.
5: Yeah. yeah. I have everything in a Google a Google sheet. Mm-hmm. It's pretty handy to
0: use, like use use a cloud-based thing. Uh, and yeah. then the last thing I just want to mention real quick about uh, changing the module. Uh, I okay, DD modules have these little hang-ups in them from time to time. And what they basically are are story blocks. They're they're not intentionally put there by the designers, but it's this way that in particular Dungeons and Dragons modules tend to think about things. And it's uh, the there is only one way to solve a particular problem. There is one spell that can fix this exact problem hand wave that out of the way if it is not a central problem in the story that the characters have to work toward you don't need it the one that i'm going to think of uh immediately because i've done this a bunch in this module i know some of you will be like that's not the way it's written in the book yeah it's not i just wait i I hand waved it because i wanted the game (laughs) to keep going also we're performing it for you as much as we're playing it so you know having the characters sit around and try to figure out how to do something for two hours is, is, is you know it's not as much fun uh, and what it is is the bard that you helped him get his heart back all oh, of nice. you can just grab whatever um you had taken from you and it automatically goes back into you but for some reason he has to have a remove curse spell cast on him for his heart to go back in
3: oh
6: Yeah that's so specific yeah, yeah.
1: that's a fairly high specific. level spell i'm like you- and that's also i don't think fairly... any of us have removed curse like that's definitely something where you'd have to double back and go back to him once you're higher level and that's yeah. something you have to de- deduce and i'm like that really wasn't that clear to me and usually if it's remove curse or something like that you can kind of piece it together be like okay so there's these certain things okay i can mm. maybe remove curse or greater restoration this will work that
4: relies remove curse like Sure, like it's a good chance you're probably gonna have like a, a spell caster, but of our party, Hayden's the only one that can get it.
1: I'm the it only is- one that can get it, and I'm like, that's yeah, but one you're a of two spell you get like three slots. spells, yeah, yeah, that's one of two spell slots and also um
5: material components. I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. Oh, pardon me, and so. Then- and on, t- I was say, and on top of that, it, it's like ours didn't, but his does. So I feel like you kind of have to go one way. Either make it remove curse for everybody. For everything, yeah. yeah. But you know, here's, or... here's
0: the thing. It never mentions, to, to my knowledge, a curse in his write-up. So here's what he tells you. The Flutist yeah. is a wolf elf named Octavian Maliamne who came to Bavlorna seeking magic that would make him forget his lost loves. A deal was struck, but when it came time for him to pay up, he refused to give Bavlorna what she wanted in return, his still-beating heart. As punishment, she took what she wanted by force, switching out Octavian's heart for a goat's heart so that he would not die. The process left him unable to feel or exhibit emotion. He is truthful with the characters about what happened to him. He knows that what Bavlorna did was wrong, but he can't even get worked up about it. He suspects the hag is keeping his heart as a trophy. Unbeknownst to him, Bavlorna is using his heart to keep her meat locker cold. Uh, and the bottom, uh, if the characters return his original heart, he reciprocates by giving them his pipes of haunting. Uh, while Octavian and his true heart are within five feet of one another, any spell that ends a curse can swap the goat's heart with his still beating true heart. Uh, when Octavian gains his true heart, the goat heart appears at his feet as a dead, desiccated lump of tissue that I had keep, keep pulsing because it was funnier that way. For
1: fun. Yeah. Also, yeah. I had yeah. it explode yeah. out
0: of his chest in a real. Like,
3: yeah, Dude, I uh, love that, though. Also, so I looked it up.
1: I was thinking of a different spell. Remove curse only has verbal and somatic, no material components. But I just wanted to clear that up for the goodness. <laughs> don't at <have> me, don't at <laughs> me. Spells. Yeah, don't I was just thinking about something else. I'm just double checking. Anyway, but no, I loved how visceral that was. It was like, yeah, It was great. It was Which for it was me, good. when you give me that stuff, I'm such like a horror nut that I'm like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, and I think that one of the things that you, sh- you should do if you're running this and you want to incorporate horror, go into the Sam Raimi side of horror. Don't go, like, go to splatter, to splatter, yeah. like, comedy horror. And it works so well in this module because, like, I mean, if you read any old fairy tales, they're gruesome as hell. So go creepy oh, yeah. and go splattergast. Yeah. Uh, I
3: remember yeah,
0: that go point. grim.
3: Luthien was like, oh my gosh, I messed up.
0: And <laughs> then he's a, like, oh I'm, oh, I'm fine. This wasn't
3: supposed to happen. That
0: was,
4: yeah, that's... <laughs> i'm glad you changed that because
0: it's weird right you wouldn't expect that
6: yeah
0: uh let's see so we had a question from ringy uh over on discord how do you feel your character has grown or changed the sort of the campaign so we already did that one so that's kind of included in what michael asked um has the character taken on a version of themselves different from how you originally envisioned them or have they remained consistent that that's pretty pretty much the same the kind of covered already yeah. um what were the aspects of chapter two that made you excited to have your character engage with it that's a good one same still from ringy uh were there encounters that made you feel like interacting with it was something important for your character so i guess uh, we have a few questions in in that i've collected that are what about this chapter really stood out for you so like what what was your favorite thing in this chapter for your for your character to interact with and just to see as a player
1: and to be clear, just because I, I'm a forgetty butthole, yeah. chapter two is everything in Hither. Everything right? in Hither.
0: So the moment you okay, s- cool. you step onto the bridge. That big cool, cool, that big cool. old oh, bridge. Geez.
1: Just making sure.
0: So like the past um, six episodes? Five, six,
1: something? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Somehow feels what, like more than that. But I don't what know. What episode did we what what uh, episode, episode was the four,
0: last
5: one? So yeah. I guess seven episodes. Yeah. Then. Yeah. And no, oh, I'm I trying to remember everything that's happened. I'm
1: gonna go grab Um I think yeah. one of my yeah. favorite things is I'm like, this is just from like a character standpoint. So maybe it's so wrist, but I don't know. Um, is when we met like the little um the will-o-wisps, I believe.
0: Oh, the whip mm-hmm.
1: oh, and we fun. got the um you look like you have something you want to oh say. Oh, we got the that. drunks, the, the
5: ones we got drunk.
1: Yeah, yes! I love that <laughs> when so I big. was like finding the little locket and everything of Nico's. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect <laughs> that to like hit so hard. And I was like, I know Nico misses her brother and is looking for him because she wants to get back home together. Like it was pretty evident. So saying that's not like spoiler. Oh no, clearly, (laughs) but like finding that in character, I'm like, this really is hitting home for her a lot more than I as a player expected. So getting to just kind of play that out, but still having her try to be bubbly was really fun. I really liked that. And that uh, was, I think th- that was my favorite, and then also um, the initial meeting with Bavlorno was really cool.
0: Thank you. The The, the wisps were, were entirely improv. They're in this book, but they don't. Yeah. They Also, they can't get drunk, but I was like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, they can. Which light yeah. I remember you saying after game, you're like, <laughs> they, they can't, but they but... can here because it's fun. Exactly. We're playing B&B and we're having fun. So oh, yeah. one of the,
4: th- sorry. Yours? Okay. Um so one of the things that I think I've in general like it is kind of a continuing on from chapter 1 but one of my favorite kind of interactions for our story and our characters was helping the um the jingle jingle jangle Really? Or, the lot jingle jangle. Yeah, yeah, I I really like I just bang? like how helpful of a party we are. Like it's just like starting with the, um the snakes that when
2: like I was gonna say to save I think Sir Talavar. the bridge and the snakes were my favorite
0: really yeah. the snakes
2: yeah because I was just like oh I'm a monarch well yes your just you bowed down to me yeah that was like salutations oh shit I actually managed to charm them
4: this works and just experiencing pr- prismere for the first or um, the whole area is prismere for the first time but experiencing mm. hither for the first time' it was just like it really had that ma- like magical fairy tale feeling you really brought that in like it felt really kind of mystical and fantastical.
0: Thank you very much. Um, I, I really like that the Feywild kind of reflects what's in your heart around you uh, and that's actually built into the the mechanics here So if you do a bunch of bad stuff, prismere gets darker and if your players are doing bad stuff incorporate that like and and don't be too subtle about it beyond the first step or two like if they start going around if they kill jingle jangle like seriously storm clouds like have lightning start striking have the ground shake like be do some crazy shit um if they're just like being jerks you know maybe have them get like pricked by things because they're being pricks you know? <laughs> there you go yeah. uh, like the sewing needle so yeah how is, so, why are there sewing needles everywhere
2: <laughs> uh, I think, I, think oh, I really enjoyed that part of it so far is because Win's really advocated for. Oh well, we we should try talking to him first. Like,
0: I think we we're kind of cheating about the Feywild stuff though because we've ran a lot of Changeling: The Lost off camera, <laughs> uh, which is uh, a Chronicles of Darkness game about being a person who gets turned into a Fey, and it's it's amazing. But
5: see, I I, I like the the levels because we have win who's saying of course we should help them and nico kind of almost at that level as well of like yeah why wouldn't we help them Sarcira of kind of like a yeah why like if it's not going to hurt us to help and then luthien at like <laughs> okay i guess yes, I think we might as John. well and then isaac being like well Maybe it would be better for everybody if we just continued on. Let's just
2: move oh. on. <laughs> Isaac, stop being such a stick in the mud. <laughs>
5: exactly. So, Kay- Caitlin, what
0: were you saying? You were you were about mm-hmm. to drop some. You were about to drop some uh, some some knowledge on us.
3: Some knowledge. Uh, I was just gonna say. I think um, my favorite part was probably something that you kind of created um, for her. In a way. In a way. Um, was the river part? I was gonna Quinn. say that was one she of my saw favorites yeah yeah that was lovely yeah i really like how her story is kind of coming out without her actually lore dropping because she's not a person clearly who would lore drop her own story and being Mm -hmm. like this is why i'm here and this is what's going on um she's getting closer to being able to do that with with everybody but um she's still not
0: quite and the battlefield it's not like, who
3: she is as a person oh yeah the, battlefield the old battlefield well. that's one of
0: my favorites was being able to like yeah. have have you set to rest these these armors originally there there's not yeah. uh, so it does say uh that the characters come upon a bog that was the site of a battle between elves and fomorians long ago uh it's littered with a bunch of uh animated armor uh clearly elven design uh and basically they just stand up and mimic uh they become inanimate and collapse if its helmet is removed They cannot leave the battlefield and will defend themselves uh, if they're attacked. But that's literally it. They're they're absolutely harmless. Um, Mm -hmm. That's the entire thing they give is like you can take the helmet off and then they deactivate and they never get up again. But having you interact with them and use that type of like sense of elven history and heritage just like adds wealth of detail to your character. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Because you've been around like you're like what, 200 years old, something like that. Like, you know, stuff.
3: Yeah. Like you've
0: experienced stuff. You remember you were there, Luthien.
3: (laughs) Two hundred years ago, exactly. Yeah,
5: that that was so beautiful, and that yeah, Mm. the river scene with the the um, image that you were seeing. Oh, that was very emotional for me as a player listening to that. (laughs) Oh yeah, I was just like I was like I was so that was so cool. Yeah, I love that.
0: Anybody uh, else got a particularly favorite moment uh, from this chapter?
5: My girlfriend will kill me if I don't mention Jevic. <laughs> 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 all
0: right, what do uh, I, let's let's uh, you keep talking about Jevic. That's, all...
5: that's that's probably the first time I've ever like sort of I've initiated any kind of like romance in a game of and and like I've been playing for twenty odd years, and aside from literally with my actual in life boyfriend, I've never initiated any kind of romance in a game uh so it was you a lot of it was, me out. It
6: was,
5: oh, oh. <laughs> actually i guess that's not well not not in a tabletop in in larps i have but that's as npcs where I, that's
6: that's yeah. true. That doesn't count. uh
5: but no it was it that was a lot of fun and and that was a very fu- that that whole interaction was very very funny to me to the whole like pulling Luthien aside to be like hey <laughs> just so you know i'm not getting murdered i'll yeah. be i'll be over here
3: uh, i really oh. enjoyed just being like Tinker, Tinker, you do whatever you want to, friend. <laughs> tinker, Tinker, Tinker. Also, Just, there know, there, there are TikToks
0: here. of Jebek. So,
5: yeah. okay, yeah, watching um, my girlfriend so lip sync to uh, to you, Kelly, <laughs> is a little weird.
0: It was a little weird <laughs> for me watching it too. I was like, I look good.
5: <laughs> yes, for those of you that like to go, it's on TikTok. Uh, I, uh, it's in the oh, Discord. Yeah, it's in the Discord. Yeah, it's in the
0: Discord. It. Yeah, yeah. Good. But um, what would you guys yeah. think of Agden? Agden Longscarf. Uh, should I remind you of a little bit? Oh, he bit was about- an
5: irritating yeah. little butt, The, the
4: irritating I'm coward. Wise?
0: So he party wipes people. Yeah. Like if you I go could, to I like some of the that. forums,
3: I could see that.
0: But you guys kicked his ass in one round, and pe- like people yeah. were like, "How? How did that happen?" He totally. He wasn't
2: expecting a mobile monk.
0: He wasn't yeah. expecting a mobile monk, and also his stats aren't that great. Like he's he's listed as CR two, but y- y'all are level two going in. And like yeah. he's got, he's got a lot of mechanics that I think that the module kind of assumes that you'll use, uh, and kind of imply that you'll play them in an unfair way, that you'll mm. do the oh you just can't catch him.
5: I was like well no you can try yeah.
0: You're like obviously and then well like, I
5: didn't yeah and, and they all they all got Isaac he ended up in the mud doing nothing I did nothing that kind oh of. I did nothing that yeah. fight too I think
4: I shot one firebolt maybe I did nothing yeah. in that fight it was just like okay
2: I caught him with a quarterstaff staff because I caught up to him. Mm. Yeah.
3: I also enjoyed yelling at him to give me my hat back and like <laughs> using Toll the Dead.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, Toll
3: the Dead wrecked
0: his shit because you kept yes. rolling d12s, yeah. and the dude's got yeah. thirty six hit points. Like you, you roll max three times. He's like, Poof. yeah,
5: you know. I mean, I've obviously yeah.
0: Toll the Dead has some things about it. I know, I know. Don't 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 yep. at me. Um, <laughs> but, but like his, uh, this, I should have used his standing leap more, where he can just like jump out of you out of the way. But y'all. I I really enjoyed playing him as much time as I got because I just got to be an annoying shithead Bugs Bunny, mm-hmm.
6: nice. <laughs> and anytime I can do my Bugs
0: fun. Bunny voice I love. Uh, but I also liked being able to just blubber while you guys captured him and just
5: that was like... very fun. Yeah. So yeah, like play
0: play cowards like... by the way, folks. Like this this guy is an asshole. Like he is a coward. He is a blubbering baby. Have fun with him being pathetic when the characters beat him. Um, I'll uh, uh, say
2: one other thing that was really enjoyable about this half of the campaign hmm. was not something necessarily that happened due to, like, what was going on in, like, the module, hmm. um, but because originally, Krista and I had planned a bit that Isaac was going to be a bit stupid about presenting a bad idea, and yes. Wynn was basically going to be his cheerleader because she's kind of stupid. So she'd think, oh, yeah, that sounds great. He presented that really well. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> it's, it's reversed. Yeah. <laughs> Wind's going, oh i think we should do this I, isaac come on now
5: yeah. <laughs> and it usually works like i mean it, it works in one of two ways either it's a dumb idea that he looks at and goes this is gonna get us out of this sure absolutely it sounds great Win. <laughs> or it's like oh yeah okay everybody's clearly gonna get on board with this yeah fine <laughs> It's because Win is so likable that it's just like yeah. whatever she suggests, it's like she just smells like
4: cotton sure, candy yeah. and
3: sparkles all the time.
4: Well, and I think for my character, Sassy kind of um, was more of an offensive character, but then like Win's kind of kindness and just willing and showing that you can just talk it out. Sassy's kind of going like, "Huh, I guess." So when we were at the the hut, and she's even trying to negotiate for her lost items as he's like well we should just like try and discuss this and talk and it's just like so she's like learning from when to be like less like less instant
5: fire except for the first time she saw Bavorna, i guess i know yeah <laughs> i did burning hands and yeah. and yeah that was one of my favorite moments as well for like as a as just for a character moment of like really being able to lean into the rogue um because i i kind of done yeah i I, it's the most I've done the entire campaign. You have your
0: little, your your fox, your klepto fox sidekick. It was so in-
5: oh
2: yes, I Nico and it. Isaac, so dude. Good.
5: I love the little duo
1: that they've become. It makes me so happy. Like Nico adores Isaac. She Aww. thinks he's so fun oh. and so for friends. Yeah,
0: they're Just
4: friends. Of ah. Nico, I totally forgot one of my favorite moments was the kiss. Oh my yeah. god, right. <laughs> she's like,
2: okay, Nico's so pretty fucking loose. I need a memory. I
5: yeah. need a memory. You, and then like You beat I'd me like by, by make half make a, a second, one. Hayden. I was about Dude. to offer it. And I you love, beat me by half a second. I
4: love that you both
5: Yeah. that I was just <laughs> like, yeah, let's do yeah.
4: this. I was just like, but it's that's like so- ah, that's one of my favorite moments too. was just like so
6: cute.
1: No, <laughs> so like, cute. I, I talked about it, like, after that game with my roommates and, like, uh, my friend Carrie, who, like, plays Kitsadria and has been for, like, two years. Um, she's like, that's so just on brand for just Kitsadria. They're oftentimes, like, uh, very loose and kind of chaotic. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of Nico. She's super. She's like, yeah, no, we can kiss. Yeah, no, we can bone it out. I don't care. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Uh,
5: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I'm not here to catch feelings. I'm here for a good time. (laughs)
5: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you want a kiss? You need a memory? Got you. (laughs) Well, and that's kind of like, I kind of imagined, uh, like the way that Isaac kind of presents himself is like, he's not gonna like, you know, he's, he's not necessarily a heartbreaker, but I'm sure he's had a plenty of people at the Witchlight Carnival. Oh, it's just yeah. like, oh yeah, we're just gonna have a you go have fun for a little bit, and then I'll maybe give you a private tour, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I I would jump forward with that, Lots but yeah, me by half a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's gentle.
0: So
6: uh, want
4: to try to tame this line? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wow. you know that's a line
5: he uses. Oh, percent. Yes. You know what? Absolutely
0: you know his least favorite yes. type of girls, the ones that make him jump through hoops.
5: That's yes, exactly.
0: Gosh. Uh, okay. Those uh, are the ones so, that get his heart. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so um, I guess what I want to know is what did you not like about, what, as players, what did you not enjoy as much? Like, n- maybe not dislike, because this module was actually, like, this chapter is quite fun.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, or was there anything that you were like, oh, I wish we could have done a little more in this particular thing? I, I feel like I, you got, got your I feel that in,
5: about, but... I kind of feel that way about, everything thus far like I always I, like every little bit is like I wish we had 20 more minutes I wish yeah. we had 15 mm. more minutes and that's just a product of this medium right like we we can't we can't just sit there we have mm. you know time frames we can't just play on forever um and yeah it's just I think it's just because everybody here is so good and there is so much meat on the bone of this module and the NPCs and all the player characters like just engaging in that is so incredible and like i just want to keep there, like anytime you cut a scene, i'm like but there's like there's like half an hour more stuff here let's just let us stay here
4: <laughs> well it's that whole like the problem with like this the, the the beauty and problem of this being such like an open world module it's like no i'm not doing the main quest i'm doing all the side quests i can i want to see mm. every part of this mm. this area because it's Fuck.
2: this is so much fun <laughs> yeah,
0: you're practicing for that witcher role-playing game are you i
2: am i am i want it <laughs> you just want well, to play think- gwent If anything, I I didn't particularly love um, Bavlorna and the the Bullywugs. You didn't like the Bullywugs? What was wrong with the Bullywugs? I liked them for the first episode well enough, but the episodes that were just them, I felt were a little meh. There wasn't as much to do.
0: Oh, man. After
2: we, like, gain bucket proficiency.
0: I, I bled for those episodes proverbially. <laughs> I know.
2: Oh no, oh, I know. Like, oh, like I like this is it's not like the... a you portrayed no, no, them that no, way. I know. Or anything. Not... It was just like it wasn't as fun as like fighting the Haragon or like helping um what the it, hell it was does her name? kind of
0: get a little bit fetch questy for for a minute right there, right? Like as you're yeah, going around you're like, oh well I have to work with this king, but there's like a revolution. And it's like it's almost there. And Yeah, I think it's not
2: perfect
0: i i feel like i could have turned up the stupid just a tiny bit more to mm, make it a little yeah. funnier and i mm. by the time i did that you all were it was the game where you met the the potential usurper
2: right and that was great and like, that was ridiculous all the plans that they had dr- drawn out on the floor and they were all doing their own plans well the, yeah. o-
0: only he has them drawn out original i'm like oh so there's got to be people who are planning to kill this dude like they're like like and they're (laughs) they're just assuming that no one's gonna look at their drawing oh
2: i just felt that the way i think we were playing (laughs) it it shifted with bath lorna away from being fairly successful at convincing people getting around stuff without fighting and we got there in the end Mm. but at first like it just it suddenly felt like a regular dungeon crawl
0: and that's something yeah. I really wanna keep away from this. I was, I was approached actually um, by Dan Kahn, who is a, um, a guy who writes modules for uh, uh, Dungeon Master's Guild and Drive-Thru RPG. And we used a lot of his stuff in Rhyme of the Frostbaden to flesh out the towers of magic at the end of the module. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it might be mild spoiler, but basically just added some extra content to something that wasn't very fleshed out in the book. Great stuff. He's a really good creator. And he approached me, actually, and was like, hey, um, do you want to run for your stream uh, the, uh, the expanded slanty tower where you find Sir Talavar and there's the snakes around it and all of that? And hmm. um, so I looked at it and because I'd actually already bought it because I was planning to use it. But um, it turned it into a, a dungeon crawl because what mm. what he's trying to do is um, as far as i can tell is he's developing content for people who want this to be a little more DD and a little less drama exercise which this book is way more <laughs> of a drama exercise than say like storm king's <laughs> thunder or curse of Strahd.
2: Oh it's and- a freaking like improv game like it's yeah, it's 100% improv. just improv I love it. have a snappy response go 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 go.
0: Literally every npc that you come across with very few exceptions does not want to fight you. And if they do, they don't know how to fight you to the death. Uh, my 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 big regret, my biggest regret is that when you were going through the workshop, uh, at the beginning, pardon me, the, uh, the pool room, uh, Wynne was the one that touched the mannequin and not Luthien.
6: Oh. Because
0: the dress dummy there has a black pointed hat that is a dark mantle. Yeah. But if you're wearing a hat, it attacks your hat and then runs off with it. Oh no! Because yes. it's a hat and it falls in love with your hat and runs away with it.
5: Oh my God! Precious.
0: Well, it says that it removes the headwear and flees with it. I'm assuming that it's trying yeah, to score,
5: but absolutely. And you'll find Thank it you. like
0: creating little hats. Maybe there are tiny hats that come out of this. I was really hoping. I was open to the possibility. Uh, depending on how much time it got with your hat. Oh,
5: holy God. shit! That's but there, amazing.
0: Right there, thing like the tree blight that... will mess you up, and I think that's about it in this <laughs> oh, in this tree tree did you know if there
2: was, was a stash out. of like, <laughs> rando hats hanging around there, like dusty, like. But obviously not ones that Bev Lorna made. When would have put one on?
0: It's true, mm-hmm. but this thing would have would have already gone after those hats. That's where there weren't any.
1: <laughs> that's true. You're talking gotcha. about hats, and I'm I think it's like the second parts of the Caribbean movie, where it's like Jack Sparrow's just trying on all the different hats, and none of them work. I'm just picturing Luthien doing that. It's, <laughs> yep. honestly, like, it's the only no hat doesn't... that
3: works. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I keep I. Anytime she loses her hat, that whole sequence is what oh goes God, through yes. my mind of him going through yeah. like the crowd trying to put on it and be like, oh, it doesn't work. I love it. but <laughs> well, Luthien would never because they'd be someone else's hat and they're probably dirty. Exactly. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Ooh,
0: I found I a really interesting face. question at the bottom. I think oh. it's the one that Krista pulled off YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so, Beza, Bezao, Cub Bunch if, of letters. Bunch of letters. Uh, So, Bezao uh, from YouTube. Hey there! Found this channel searching for stream modules, and I'm loving it. Thank you very much. Uh, As a DM, I'm grateful for videos like this, and sometimes modules can be a bit confusing. Absolutely. Um, I've been a DM for two distinct modules, different groups, and it's been a challenge. What I'd like to know is how you guys progress so harmoniously and yet fast through the chapters. It's dynamic, and the players likely level up at a decent speed. Asking uh, from watching other campaigns, too, uh, like the chapters in Candlekeep. Uh, that are almost finished in one session dude that took a lot of work for candle keep we we just yeah. took an axe to some of those but we're like don't need it don't need it like like all it like side <laughs> side encounters and these things we're like nah we don't need it yeah. it's it's there to help you build levels and stuff but if you're doing a one shot like you don't need it uh having trouble with online sessions since we're not able to play in person so uh do we, you want me to give my
5: answer that i answered in youtube yeah g- give that and then we'll we'll leapfrog yeah, so what I said is, is one, we've all been, a lot of us in different configurations have been playing with each other for a very long time. Um, and so like, we're able to pick up, okay, they're about to stop talking, so I'm gonna jump in. Okay, this person has said this thing, so I'm gonna jump on here. Um, and we're all kind of pretty good about meshing like that. Um, but the biggest thing being that like, we're moving so fast because we have to, because it's performative. So like the fact that we are putting on a show yeah. All of us in one way or another are performers and we understand structure. And so we know when it needs to get picked up. So we know, okay, we've been doing this for so long. Kelly's going to cut in to move us forward. Yeah. Right. Like we all understand that. And when you're at a table, like I don't play like this at a table.
0: No, it's like, much more, much more languished.
5: Like exactly. Much yeah. slower. Yeah. And I think, I think that's a very big difference. So if you are playing, like online, it's it's difficult as well because you can't have like, you know, I like to sit and talk to the person next to me at the table when it's just a home game, if I'm not in a scene. Mm. But it's it's very much more like everybody needs their moment when it's online. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I, th- I think it's it's we're moving so quickly because we're kind of due by necessity. But if you're playing online, unless you have a reason to go quick, don't worry about it.
0: I, I think um, if you want to go faster, ticking clocks as well um you could make a time limit like you only have eight days in prismere mm-hmm.
6: totally.
0: right to set things right or three days if you really want to really want to like crank it up um eight days gives you enough time you get some long rests though and you can always play around with the structure because the Feywild has weird time so you go oh it was actually 10 days but only counts as eight right if you if your characters really need a long rest at the end um yeah. but i, I think well, also um it's exactly what you were saying, Krista. Is that we all have a good sense of timing because we're all performers in some, uh, in some level. And the the longer I sit in this chair, the more of a director, like, uh, and and like you, if you're used to writing or performing, you get a sense of when a moment is the right moment to be like, and moving on, because yeah. it's that moment where like you wait and no one's adding anything else, and everything is wrapped. Every all the your little mental checkbox of everything that needs to happen in that scene, plus the extra role playing moments, has happened. And you're like, OK, for dramatic potential, if, if I was a TV show director, this is when I would switch a thing or have a cutaway or something like that. And um, it, it's kind of just you, you get used to that type of timing. Um,
2: and also you know. for doing it online, um, you have to remember that we look pretty slick at it now
6: mm. because
2: we've been doing it since March 2020 when we this went r- into lockdown the first time. Uh-huh. Lockdown. Um, so we've start to learn how to do this via Zoom, and we've really learned as players how to take our turns because you can't talk over each other in this sort of situation because Zoom cuts you.
5: Yeah. Whereas
2: at a table, you can talk over each other. You can have a babbled conversation with multiple people at once without issue, but you can't really do that in an online setting because it just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. Also, you can have side conversations at a tabletop setting because you can whisper to each other. You can't do that here. You have to kind of type it out.
5: Yeah. And um, even so you can like, have private conversations that way, but it's not quite the same. No. Yeah, because even, even before that, right? Like even when we were all playing at a table, we weren't having breakaway conversations because mm-hmm. it would be picked up and, and you didn't want to mm-hmm. have that, right? So even before Zoom, we but had- But you could at least have like the sort of- Absolutely. It cat, wasn't cat, quite cat, as in, uh, exa- yes. side <laughs> side comments
2: as they as they were clearly like, say Robin was interacting with whatever Kelly was giving her for her yeah. scene, hmm. we could be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Cat calls. That's calling what the Zoom jets That's what the Zoom jets for. <laughs> yeah.
0: The Zoom chats for. Um I anybody think also else?
2: the Yeah, I was
4: gonna say, I think why we work so harmoniously together is that A, it's just a good good um me do words well chemistry that's the word i'm gonna (laughs) use uh we have really good chemistry all all six of us have a really good chemistry with each other that and we're also again the performers so we're considerate and we know like everyone wants their moment and so we know like okay yeah i'm having this scene with krista okay it's now the other people's turn so we're just kind of we're very considerate of each other and how we all work together, and Kelly's really good at, at moving scenes and, mm-hmm. and organizing all that. And, oh yeah, well, one thing I was gonna mention, cause you talked about long rest, I think that's the one thing that's been um, slightly, the one thing I don't like about this module is the infrequency of long rests because yeah. i'm a sorcerer and i just i everything i get back is on a long rest i get nothing from short rests other than hit dice P- push for
2: more long rests yeah i mean i think that's the thing is we just haven't done them because we haven't really been fighting yeah. yeah yeah so i think we can always pipe up because nothing we've been doing has been so critical that we couldn't just oh yeah let's go have a nap
1: yeah, yeah. And i'm like yeah. honestly i'm like if you need one at the top of next game, let's go. I get my stuff back on short rests for mm. my spell slots, which Me is- Me no. well, there's And there's okay. been so
5: many like, there's been like conversations I wanna have in character with people. And I keep being like, oh, I'm gonna have this conversation next game. Cause we're gonna, I'm sure we'll have a long rest and we'll be like sitting around don't. a fire or something. And then we don't, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll, I won't worry about that. We'll yeah. so maybe next game, <laughs> but no, I have all like, these like conversations I wanna have in my head.
1: I love like, rest conversations or like uh watch conversations those are some of my favorite things or like something that i like to do uh that i've done recently is i'm like pass another character a note and be like we don't have to talk, but we can, I'd like to talk to you. And it's like little, little things and like sprinkling little things here and there. I love doing that kind of stuff. And I love fireside chat. So I'm like Mm. more long rests. Cause I (laughs) super hear you Robin. Cause I'm like, honestly, those long rest conversations and moments like that are so good for building group dynamics Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. having those asides because you can build stuff during combat and you can build stuff during dungeon crawls. But I think, especially in a module like this, where it is so role-play heavy, mm-hmm. having those asides and those moments to build those character relationships are so important. And they're some of the most mm-hmm. fun, especially for us as performers. Mm-hmm. Uh, character interactions are some, mi- mm-hmm. that's where I thrive for yep. d and yeah, I, I guess I hadn't them.
2: really noticed because we did so much of it in the carnival.
1: Yeah. Like we had like we so really much
5: conversation and whatnot then. I just didn't well, and really that notice was, that we
2: hadn't uh, actually doing as much.
5: Yeah. Well, and that was the thing is like, I was, I personally was hesitant to partake in conversations at the carnival. Cause I was like, Isaac's not going to share his story with these randos he's been tasked with. Right. I
3: was like, I don't know these people. You don't need to know why I'm here. If you help me, you help me. I can help you a little bit. And... Eh. Yeah. Yeah
5: and and so, so like i've i've been looking forward to the opportunity to like and then like luthian in particular like i had all these little conversations i wanted to have <laughs> with luthian and like pull out all the all the backstory and just be like so husband deal with that
3: like <laughs> what's the deal that? please
5: just do that in
4: right. character like please just like literally just my wording that i want that
5: oh my so God, it's yes. probably gonna come out but like that yes. that's the thing is like have all these little conversations mm-hmm. and like being you know like things with nico and like oh your brother like what's going on with that like what's the, what's the deal there what's happening right mm-hmm. and get into those little bits and pieces with everybody and, and pull that stuff out
0: I will keep that in mind. I'll do some more long rests. We're actually starting off. Um, Sol was mentioning in chat, oh, you've got plenty of time on the way to on the way to thither. Yeah, actually, I do have a bunch of stuff planned for the balloon ride like Ooh, the, first, the first half Ooh. of next game is going to be that it's going to be one part role play uh, long rest role play and one part uh everyone's favorite narrative technique from reign of emery's uh the weird flashback episode <gasps> yay because yay! Yay! everybody loves having backstory reveal on camera
2: <laughs> <Yes>. well, <laughs> and the fun of that is that you are such a good storyteller mm-hmm. that just giving you free reign to describe what's in your head for us where we're Mm -hmm. not having to do necessarily a ton of interaction to like explain it ourselves Mm -hmm. it's coming like from a a structure that you're giving us all the structure to work within and all the descriptor and all the the detail and fun stuff that we just didn't necessarily think about Mm -hmm. like I love Claudette's backstory because you fleshed it out like well, it works I into maybe the gave world, little yeah. details but you gave the whole structure of like who these people were well thank you um,
0: on the note of making the game run faster there, there are two quick things before we move on to another topic that I want to suggest um, uh, Robin really brought it up that um, I think it was Robin it was it was Robin or Krista brought up that like we all know each other really well and we've been playing together for quite a while was that Krista? Yeah.
5: It, I, just that, like all of us in some configuration or another like i mean like hayden and i this is the first no. time we've played together oh. but hayden's played with a bunch of people and that's yeah.
0: true uh it was robin mentioned chemistry uh chemistry yeah. is really important so whenever i put these games together i spend tons of time doing just casting exercises in my head and this game was very easy because i was like oh chris never been in a game with hayden i bet these two would get on like a house fire or whatever the phrase is, uh, get Clearly, on. clearly we did. <laughs> well, because yeah. you're both very lovely, charitable extroverts who who could really. But you're different types of extrovert that would feed together in like a feed, like a positive feedback loop.
1: So funny, you think I'm an extrovert. Well, <laughs> Same, no, <right>? okay. <laughs> Fine,
0: you're you're, you're you perform it your performative extroversion yes. is a feedback loop because krista <laughs> is so amazing at making you feel like you're doing the right thing when you're funny and you are a very funny person in your own right and are also very complimentary of people when they make you feel good hayden so together you become like it's that it's that I whole like it. it's like well, it's, having it's you two do
2: that brings it all out for me yeah because i find nothing more stressful than having to be the leader Like, if nobody else is giving me the energy to play with,
5: I can get something to do it.
2: Like, everybody's Mm -hmm. commenting, had always commented about how snappy Callie was and how just kind of sassy and like nasty some of her comebacks could be. And that's Hayden's fault. (laughs) That's Hayden's fault. If you hadn't given me that to play back off of, Mm. it wouldn't have happened
3: like you just kept giving
2: it back and i I would just keep giving it back to you it was great yeah
3: i (laughs) I love playing off that that that's like the kind of sillier kind of more boisterous energy Mm -hmm. just to be more subdued and Mm -hmm. more matter of fact with with luthien well i love that
2: you basically brought up and created the whole thing of win don't like it oh don't leave yes. it <laughs> you started that God, I'm like, you okay like i gotta find bit. the most outrageous thing to lick now it's it's
0: it's probably Isaac. <laughs> just
2: like uh yes. <laughs> having <laughs> having well, the know. end to we play off of that. On, uh, I, on
0: and it's, it's really great because when we have a stream like this like i i can pick personalities that mix well together and it's it's a lot like just like painting or like cooking right so like um you have got i always look at my players and kind of like like their their positive assets and what they bring and like all like but also like are they like what's their energy level and you want a good you want a good mix you want someone like who's like you, you don't want like all of like super extroversion performance you also want people who are a little more subdued but not but aren't going to be overwhelmed like that's and it's it's this mm. mix where you know like right, it's it takes some time if you have the opportunity to build a cast of your own rather than just having a bunch of friends uh, we are all friends but like you know if you're just stuck with like your your roommate and your brother and your your aunt playing a game together you, you do what you can um, the number one thing I would suggest to just move things along though is uh, enforce a rule at your table, table where everyone celebrates victories of other players
6: because
0: yeah. uh, it keeps the morale up and it keeps the game moving when everybody cheers when someone else nat 20 is not just yourself yes and yes. it makes you feel like a mm-hmm. badass when you do it <laughs> Always oh, do absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yes. Um, yes. 100%. That is the the number one thing that I have felt from uh, watching any critical role stuff is that they are very supportive of each other. Yeah. And that makes it more fun to watch. And I was like, yeah, no, that's like the number one thing about this show is that they do that. And it's ever since yeah. I saw that, I'm like, yeah, no, everybody celebrate everything, like celebrate each other because it makes you feel great.
5: And and don't don't sit in your failure. Like, oh, if, yeah, like, yeah, if you roll, like, this is something it took me a lot of years uh, to get okay at, uh, is to not take it personally when the dice fuck you over.
1: <laughs> yeah, Repeatedly. it's when you Oh yeah,
5: so many yeah, nat ones. I'll, I'll
4: admit, yeah. I'll admit I got a little bit in my own stew on, on Saturday for Hexador because I just, I... Did nothing that battle for three rounds. I was just yeah. like, "Oh, dice, can you just?" It's I'm sorry because she,
0: she got confusion oh. cast on her, and she just kept. It, it blows. It's, yeah. Yeah. I try yeah. not to use those spells, but I'm like, "This guy what, This is the." I'm yeah. sorry. No, I'm it's sorry. fine.
4: But it's okay. Well, but it's, the, it's just like it's one of those moments it's where it's like, invented. "Oh yeah, I need to get out of my head because I'm, I'm yeah. letting this drag down my enjoyment of the game."
5: Yeah. And yes, it's, it's
4: frustrating, but it's just like, okay, gotta go. Like,
5: and I don't, I don't know if Buddy Hart is in the chat, but on our last Deadlands, or not the last one, it was like Deadlands game before that, she was trying to help me heal me. And I was like, snake eyes, snake eyes, snake eyes, snake eyes, fail, fail, fail. <laughs> and she did, and it was perfect and broke a rib. It was amazing. It was the best day. She almost killed me and it made my life.
3: <laughs> oh, well, see, and it makes it more interesting because if we're just really good at everything and we never fail... Like, okay, you can just watch us go through the story as it is, but, you know, it it fleshes out the character more, because they fail sometimes.
2: Well, yeah, when I failed my save as Claudette and got swept out of, like, the sky...
3: Oh, yeah. ...thing, and I'm
4: free-falling. Yeah,
2: Yeah, you totally
4: changed our... shit! Yeah, (laughs) we went
0: after you. Christine tends to roll, like, really high, and a lot of people comment on this on YouTube, but she also fails us like... I, people that see that don't see how often she fails rolls. They just see because like when she succeeds, it's usually with like a nineteen or a twenty with mods, right? But like well, yeah,
2: so it sounds like it's really high, but it actually was like maybe a ten was what I rolled. Yeah, but you also but like, I add have ten to that. Well,
0: which is why you should never play a halfling again though, because you oh. to eat your ones. Oh yeah, eat yeah. your ones. They're good for you.
2: Yeah, I don't get that <laughs> ones too too often, but no, I do fail stuff, and quite often I just don't attempt rolls that are stuff I'm not trained in and thus mm-hmm. can't do very well. I, I think, let other people be the star of those things. So, and in terms of
0: like oh. leaning into your failures, it's one of the things that I really like about the Chronicles of Darkness games, just quicks aside, is because when you botch in that game, you get basically what equates to a, a point of experience. Like you get some experience points for it. And that's the quickest way to level up is to just botch a lot. And you can willingly botch. You can, if you fail a roll, you can say that you botch instead of just fail.
2: Well, wasn't that like Amy's favorite thing to do?
0: It's the only way she got XP. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. XP, like, Just like, oh, yeah, I critically... Yeah. critically Yeah, like, <laughs>
0: because you learn more from failures. I've no, I haven't i have learned very much from my successes in life. I've learned a lot from my failures. Um, all right, so question from uh, uh Any recommendations on what to do if the party gets captured by Agden and the brigands? I'm planning to have my party delivered to the bullywogs and made to fight in the ring uh, be open for the fact that they might may not like that um, players are incredibly resistant to being captured um, they they uh, I would suggest honestly that you surreptitiously inform them before a game without informing them by saying like yeah, I think that, you know, in a lot of D&D games, people just don't understand that, like, capture doesn't mean death. Like, kind of say that before games <laughs>
4: casually so that it's floated. Put it uh, out
0: there. Just put it out there. or put like, the
4: universe. <laughs>
0: um, but um, be, be open about the fact that they might not like that. A lot of players are really resistant to that because it feels disempowering. And D&D is a game about self-empowerment. It's, it's got levels, you know. Um, but... I don't know what your party composition is. If they need... So, I mean, it seems like you already have a plan there, actually, right? Like, so the plan is to... They get captured and then have them delivered to the book. So it seems like you have a plan, actually. I think they're
4: wondering if there's anything... If if you would recommend anything else. But I would say... I think the biggest thing for a DM and trying to figure out capture is... How much you... Like, the, the trust level between you and the party. Because... I trust Kelly implicitly. I know if something happens to my character and then something I think is going wrong, like, I know that it's fine. He's not going to do something that will make me, like, not come back or be enjoy yeah. the game. I know, like, I may not like it now, but it's going to pay off at the end kind of thing. So I think it depends on the trust level that you have in your party and hopefully that, because it sounds like a good idea that you have. Well, and
2: potentially instead of getting into, like, a... F- Fight and having them lose and be captured. It might be worth it even to have them roll like a save to see if they get, if they notice being snuck up
5: on.
0: Or have like a net like a something. Like a and then just
5: narrate it. Lots, lots of opportunities to get out of it. So it's like, okay, you get captured, then you're kept at their little island. Okay, have an opportunity to, to seduce the guards, right? Like have Especially an opportunity have to sneak gone. out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like have, have those opportunities to get out. Don't just be like, well, you're captured. Ha ha. Like, you know, it. there's always opportunities to sneak out a window, right? But, potentially
2: and potentially also seed what the end game is. If you want them to do the pit fighting, Mm. See the fact that they're going to be doing that, like that's what they're being sent to. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're going to go to the pits, sort of thing, and you're going to have to fight.
3: Yeah, or they whatever, have a right?
2: So like, if, have the guard taunt them with that or something. Yeah. Like, so you they have... know what the end game is.
0: Mm-hmm. If you have not taken away Sir Talivar yet, have him task them with rescuing Morgort. And have it come out either through him that I don't know what would be happening. Perhaps oh, they do make her fight in that pit. And, like, seed it so when they're captured, and like, you're going to, you're, uh, I'm a rabbit, you're going to the fighting pits. <laughs> and it's, you can fight yeah. that stupid frog they captured. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, now we have a way to go save her, you know, and like. And you know, you'll like, have
2: an NPC on your side in the pit.
0: And then it turns into like a reversed gotcha heist.
2: Yeah. Yeah like, f- find find a way to explain. Exactly how I wanted to be. <laughs> yeah, because you don't I think the big thing is that you don't want to get into necessarily a fight where it'll feel like no matter what they do, they can't succeed because you're pushing them that way.
0: Yeah, because if it sounds like you can't decide that Agden is going to win the fight. Because that is gonna mm-hmm. be the fight where everyone rolls Nat 20s against you and you roll nat ones constantly. So you'll either have to fudge all the dice rolls behind the screen which i would not recommend doing most of the time uh for yeah. sure um but like it's it's gonna be the time it goes bad for you when you plan that it has to have a certain outcome
5: uh, yeah they they did have they, they did put if the party gets captured so yeah, i think it. that yeah there but but yeah you're totally right you can't set that up but like otherwise you just yeah.
0: yeah so like something like that some some type of spin that lets them remain in kind of control but still like kind of mix it up a bit uh, all right, from Random Equinox. Uh, who's your favorite NPC from Heather, and why?
1: Lord Talivar. Lord Tal. I loved him. And he loved. He was you. a good time. The I bubble like the
5: barkeeper. The bubble. Oh my God! The bubble. <laughs> the bubble was my favorite.
0: Which bubble?
4: The Krista's bubble, bubble that bubble. was at the oh, end God. of the soap bubble.
0: Oh, you mean the day where Michael I Buble. where I just like improvised in the end for like twenty minutes? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, because it was the it was the bubble that was gonna take over the world. It was like a yes. little it was a little brain was like Pinky in the us. Brain. God, I okay. loved
4: him so much. That was my favorite NPC.
0: All right, Caitlin, who's your favorite?
3: Uh, Jingle Jangle.
4: Jingle Jangle. Okay, I Jingle really
3: Jangle. Liked interacting with Jingle Jangle. Um, yeah. She was really like strangely cute and like just really wholesome.
0: She and she's the ugliest thing I've ever seen in one of these books. <laughs> beautiful. She's beautiful in her own way. She's beautiful. Yeah. At... Yeah. Your words can't bring her down. That's fair. Um,
6: <laughs>
4: that was in my head. Thank you. Just, like, I was so saying.
0: like. It's...
5: Oh, I love, I
4: love her. I love, I love her. I oh. oh,
6: right.
0: like you showed
4: us. I love her. Oh, I
0: didn't. Oh, okay. Sorry about no, that. No, you so, did. I, I think did I did. You? Okay. So I want to say bad. my, my favorite bad. thing about this uh, module overall is uh, when I was running Rhyme of the Frostmane or Curse of Strahd, uh, with, with curse running modules for a stream, like I'm trying to give y'all the sense of what the module is so that you viewers get it, but also that you players get the module, right? Mm-hmm curse of strahd felt like i was shackled to a wall like not in a ravenloft way more in a like <laughs> oh this module has outdated gaming writing eh, you know at me that's fine um i i, I mixed stuff up uh, but i just couldn't get past that because i i got into kind of a purist mentality like oh it has to go like this according to this uh and then with rhyme i started doing a, a little more like coloring outside the lines Witchlight light has such a cool vibe I have just ran, like, I'd say, like, 10, 20% of this campaign has just been me, like, pulling stuff out of my ass or changing things completely. Or, Mm -hmm. like, mixing in, like, the McElroys and people from, like, (laughs) other podcasts and our friends from other channels. Yeah. uh, And, like, characters from other games. And, like, even just being, like, we're going to start off in our homebrew world and then move into the game world and have fun Mm -hmm. there. It's been so freeing just to, like, not care. And I'm glad that people are enjoying that.
2: Well, I think that was the thing was that... We were always kind of like, okay, Curse of Strahd, no, just just, do whatever you think would work in this. Like, we don't care. Give a shit about the module. We just want to have fun in the kind of rough setting. Go for it.
0: best Curse of Strahd game I ever ran was Hotel Ravenloft. Or Hotel Barovia.
3: Hotel Barovia?
0: Hotel Barovia was so good. So so
3: good. I was the wind wolf. They're so oh. Good.
0: oh, I really wish Hayden oh had been God, in that game. So you would have eaten that shit up. <laughs> the whole thing was that's like it's this game I ran for Extra Life where Strahd um tries to tries to go like to go straight. Well, in one way or another. <laughs> but he tries to go like like legit, right? And he turns Raven- Castle Ravenloft into a hotel.
5: Hotel oh Transylvania. It was it's Hotel perfect.
0: Transylvania, but with Strahd. <laughs> yeah. And you're oh, like it was
2: great, like all the other characters were so all like Undead or like <sighs> vampires or whatever, and then there was a win.
0: Win was there. it was there as right. the win.
2: Oh, yeah. And she was just wearing a pair of ears. <laughs> <laughs> she was a win wolf.
0: I'm a werewolf.
2: <laughs> Amazing. And uh, I think I even straight face lied to Strahd's face of like, mm-hmm. oh
5: no, and no was like, I'm good.
0: Look, I don't really care that much.
2: <laughs> also i think
0: i ran the game in a transylvanian a bad transylvanian did, yes. accent yeah, the entire did. time yeah, it was great uh you can find it on youtube it's one of our extra life games uh yeah. go, go check it out it's ridiculous uh, i had all of these things where they could go around ravenloft and and do things but instead they went to the one thing that was an interdimensional portal so i had to improv the entire game from there because <laughs> they were like oh what happens if we just go into the rift breach and i'm like <laughs> I shouldn't have put I shouldn't have put that in the game, but it was a charity yeah. stream, so it was great. The Power Ranger showed up. Uh, and One then piece. we ended up
2: in uh, snake's Or Cobra on a plane.
0: Yeah, it's Cobra.
2: Cobra. Oh my God, I died. I died.
4: I died. I really appreciate that you died.
0: Um, But yeah, this game's this module's great. Um, All right, what what do we got? What we got? What questions do we have? Uh, What's your favorite part of Hither to Run and why? I guess that's just me. Uh, uh, The Bullywug murder scene was probably my favorite. Uh, The bridge was also a big highlight. Just Mm. being all of like the... um, You know the the severed heads giving you giving you trouble. Um, I think that yeah, that was probably that was really fun. The initial stuff was really good, and uh, working in all of the side bits. So there's like tons of little side bits here, like the uh, the O wells and abandoned raft, the inn at the end of the road. All of that stuff was really fun, and and just I guess just letting the characters stretch their legs. In the module so far, I, I think that I had more fun running the Witchlight Carnival. But this was really good. Like it's not; it, it, it's just another part of a really good meal. Um, what part of Hither prompted me to? These are all from Random Equinox, by the way. Uh, prompted me to make the most changes or deviations from the book. Uh, anytime the book told me it could only work one way, I usually threw it out the window. Um, anything that and anything we talked about this before. Anything that required people going backwards in their in their plot. Um, so that was that was very important to me. That we always keep forward momentum. Uh, and then last one from Random is, was there a particular reason or reasons for having Sisera uh, and Isaac be the characters whose lost things were found in Hither, or was it a matter of spreading the number of characters who completed their personal quests in each part of Prismare? There is a chart at the beginning of the, wo- the book that you randomly roll. Yeah. Uh, and so I had the characters roll and wrote it down, and I looked at it, and uh, I was still reading the book because we picked this up the day we did our session zero. So mm-hmm. I was, uh, and I couldn't get an advanced copy uh, anywhere. So I was frantically reading right before the episode zero and that's what people rolled. So, um, honestly, if I had the option for the mystique of, so yeah, for for some of the characters, I might've juggled around a tiny bit. Had I known a little more about the character and their trajectory from the start um but i think it's working fine and it just means that if i am introducing a character's secret or or a lost item a bit earlier than i would like i just have to make the plot more interesting so Mm -hmm. that it's like oh well yeah you get what you want but do you have what you need right type of thing um so i think that that is uh that that's really important um and yeah so that's that's just the way that it works um it's kind of funny that it we it ended up being in like kind of like a a building stage like we start with two then two and then one in the final one Mm
6: -hmm. so
0: it could have been like two one two actually two one two would have been really good because then it would be an hourglass (laughs) you feel me on that right oh Uh, nice yeah I know right Uh, so Wonka did you and your players have a favorite part of the module and how easy was it to go over the new Witchlight module to create a story for the new adventure Uh, the initial setup was pretty easy I think for that and uh, we've talked about we've talked about our favorite parts of this one Um, let's see uh, Wonka also asked how did you find inspiration to say this is how I want my character to be Mm. what did you draw your character's personality from did anybody, anybody want to touch on that
3: Um, I wanted to play. Oh, go ahead. No, okay. (laughs) I was just gonna say I was the. I think I was the last addition to the cast, so I wanted to kind of round it out. And um, I actually did something that I never do was I chose my class first. I was like, I want to play a guns. I want to play, you know, fighter with, decks, and guns. Anyway, (laughs) so (laughs) I was like, but so okay, but that's really kind of off brand for me. How am I gonna make this character? fit that um so i figured i would um just kind of and then i developed her backstory that she wasn't always this way but something happened and Mm -hmm. so i kind of i usually find a personality and then i find a class and Mm -hmm. kind of figure out from
0: there caitlin do you want me to bleep that out on the youtube edit
5: (laughs) no i don't care it's
3: (laughs) it's really obvious anyways (laughs) in her art in her art it's fine yeah Also, I'm like, I'm a dex fighter for a reason.
0: Yeah. What?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. What? No. No.
0: Are you sure? You're just an arcane archer. Yeah,
3: yeah exactly.
1: exactly.
0: What about yeah. everybody else? We're, 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 so, um,
1: yeah. yeah, I was going to say, um, I wanted to play something that was the opposite of Lysithian, because I'd been playing Lysithian for, like, a year, almost, I and I loved punk. them. Huh? I miss that punk. me too i miss them so much um and i wanted to play something that was just the opposite of lysithian because they were very like flat they were they were the straight man and i Mm -hmm. loved them it was really really fun to tap into that because i don't usually play grumpier, more stoic characters um and i usually go for more just kind of very light kind of more chill friend like the chill character and those are really fun so I wanted to kind of play outside of what I've been doing so I was like okay cool well I know I want to be a fox bean because I had fallen in love with the race and then I had never played a warlock before so I was like okay this is also um and in talking to my roommates they're like honestly this is the best place for you to play like, I've said it on, like, in episodes, I'm like, this is the best place for me to play an Archfate Warlock.
6: on Which I've been wanting payoff. to play. I've been wanting to play
1: uh, the subclass <laughs> for years. And I'm finally getting to, and I'm really, really excited to, like, see where it goes. I still have to pick my packed boon and all that stuff. But um, I, I wanted to play something different because we were on these adventures for a long time. So I wanted to try something else and put on a new pair of shoes, essentially
0: mm-hmm
1: fox shoes
0: fox shoes <clears throat> foxtails Ooh.
1: that yeah. was similar to me
4: with with playing with vistra who was barbarian rage tank let's go front of the fight i was like okay cool i am i really want to play a spellcaster because ivy is like she's a half caster she's more she's more fighty with a little bit of magic on her um so i was like okay great, let's go full sorcerer let's go full squish and play a um a sorcerer. Cause again, that's slightly an unfamiliar one. i played a couple one with the wild magic sorcerer for a couple, I think candle keep one shots yeah. or something. I think I played out that. I'm like, okay, that looks like a magic class. That might be fun to try. And for like personality and stuff, I, I was having, a, excuse me, a really hard time choosing until I drew what I lost. And then suddenly it was like, okay, I have the inspiration for my character because I just had a vibe where I was like, okay, I'm basically making Doctor Strange. But now I need some something to fill that. But I hadn't found that until the session zero. And then I was like, okay, I see this character now. She's come to life.
0: Hmm, that's fair. Anyone else? I know, Christine, you and I were on a vacation. We were trying to bounce your character around. And I think I was like... On- do a southern accent.
2: Well, because you did not want to do. British. No, I think you didn't say so much that that kind of came later. What was it? We first were talking about um, feeling a bit stuck in like Malia and her style, and feeling a little bored with that. Malia is because your I tend to play from, very pragmatic, uh, Nerd,
0: like our homebrew Epic game. So any of you are, and I tend that? to play <clears throat> very
2: pragmatic characters a lot. I like to play sensible. I like to play smart. Um, so ever since we kind of started getting into streaming this and whatnot and from playing in um larp games Mm. i've been trying ever since my first one to make a different character each time and explore some different part so i was kind of like okay i've really done practical i've done really smart i've done like really powerful and like really fighty and clever and all this sort of stuff what else can i do and we were kind of chatting over the idea because I kind of want to play a monk. Well, maybe clumsy, maybe like Drunken Master could be fun, like, and just play it as clumsy, but not, like, so clumsy that it's, like, negating my ability to fight. Mm -hmm. And that then spun out when I rolled her that, oh, I have this really low stat. Well, I've already done low charisma. I can't do low wisdom because it's a monk. Yeah. Well, she could be kind of stupid, like, just not smart. And then it was when we were talking over all that while going for walks with the dog and stuff that um, Kelly suggested being unlucky. So that wasn't actually rolled by the book as an option for what I lost. No,
6: that was. It customized.
2: was we pitched it together and decided that oh, you know what, that'll actually work. Like low level luck, like oh, you stick the landing, but then you slip and fall in the mud once it's no longer important.
0: Yeah, not, so nothing, nothing that would really like if it affects your hit points. It is a dramatic moment. Like
2: and I, I think it was hanging out with. Krista, and Robin and Caitlin when we were working on costuming for this originally, because we did do a a group in-person hangout for that.
0: Like, it was, like, the first time we'd all been in the same room in, like, two years, yeah.
2: And it was when the pandemic was kind of at its lowest for where we are over the summer, and we were just pitching everything around, and I was kind of like, okay, I really want to do, like, a different voice, because I can't do Callie's voice for this, obviously. Like, because we had just come out of rhyme. And we're kind of throwing stuff back and forth, and I was like, well, maybe British, and... We were kind of looking at stuff and I think, I can't remember, what, somebody said something, but it was like, oh, well, maybe I could try like a semi kind of Dolly Parton sort of sounding thing. We're always
0: talking and about Dolly Parton And then Dolly I started Parton looking at, at like
2: accent videos and being like, oh, oh, no, non-rhotic, non-rhotic, non-rhotic's the way to go. Okay.
0: <laughs> so
2: much easier. When I experimented with it, I was like, I have found one video where she's like, you just have to let your jaw hang out like the washing.'" I'm like, oh, oh, okay, I can do that.
4: <laughs> also, just quick note, well, since you brought up the costumes thing, just another, like, round of applause, <laughs> bravo to Krista, who oh, yeah. made the costume yeah. for Christine, made my jacket, yeah. and made Kelly's jacket, and you just, that was... It's great, and I'm excited to see. My there's next some costume. more.
5: There's some more coming up. I got wigs in the process. I yeah. Got some some cool outfits coming up. Oh god, Chris, I'll have to show you my
2: outfit ideas Pinterest because <gasps> I've been sitting just throwing stuff in of like, oh my god, I want to do something with this for a new character one day. It's like a wrap shirt with like really high neck. Yes, and like, good,
5: just good. Like Doctor Dre. Sure. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> All
0: right. So, anybody um, else want to weigh in on? Ooh,
5: Sure yeah I, I was going to jump in um yeah uh, I I definitely so when I first uh wanted to play I I tend to play like himbos and dumb characters because I am not a quick thinking person but I can usually make very dumb questions very funny so I I that's my comfort zone is being dumb and just being like silly um so I was like okay I want to challenge myself I want to play like a quippy charismatic bard but I wanted to play bard. Um, but uh, when I first talked to Kelly about it, because there was a very prominent bard in the previous game, we didn't wanna keep that genre basically. And so I I went rogue. Rogue is like, you can be a bard with a rogue, like, like personality wise. Um, and so I thought that was gonna be a lot of fun and it has been, it's been incredible. Um, it took me a while to really flesh out like who he was and what his backstory is. Um, Taking, honestly, taking the witch light hand background helped because the idea that he ran away to join the circus really fit who I kind of was flirting with as an idea of who he was. And the idea that he was this young kid that ran away to join the circus was and just really solidified who he was. Um, And his unlike a few other people here finding his voice was a lot. It was a lot of me talking to myself in the car, seeing how deep I could make my voice comfortably.
0: Surprisingly deep, surprisingly deep.
5: I'm a real low I'm I'm a tenor when I sing so I, like I I naturally have a quite low voice um my my brother after being on T for years has a voice almost as low as me now um so I have a very low voice naturally but like bringing it into this lower register where it's comfortable to talk in is like I need to focus on it but I can I can get it to a point where it rumbles but it's it's oh, like I need to yeah. I need to have like just woken up <laughs> <laughs> or or have my voice destroyed like i was I, I was singing i was practicing singing in that low register because then there's actual notes to follow um and that after doing that for a while i had this like scratchy raspy and i was like oh it sounds so good but my throat hurts so much
0: <laughs> there, there are some tricks that you can do for that i mean hayden, yeah. hayden can teach you for sure hayden
5: gives, yeah
1: uh
0: does some great Breathing
1: techniques my yeah. boy yeah. Well, surprisingly, not... yeah. <laughs> Breathing it's... while trying to like pitch your voice uh, down is how my VO teacher taught me to do little boy voices. We,
5: yeah, and 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 the difference of like like I think it might have even been one that you had you had in one of your talks that you'd it done on yeah. On, yeah it was, on it one, X, it was one that, that, that I was they did listening for to where it's, it's like. XO to do a lower voice you instinctively want to do this to talk lower into your voice but you actually need to open it up so everything resonates more and so that really helped as soon as i was like oh there's the tilt okay there it is and of course in character that's tough because i'm always trying to do this like roguish side eye but i'm like okay no head up head up head up (laughs) i'm Uh glad it helped it did Uh thank you
0: I want to point out that Fleezoid is the first person so far to comment at my amazing like beach house background. Oh yes, <laughs> it's all fake. I guarantee you. Yeah, you I, it, the wall is like re- literally like right here. Well, that didn't really, did see it
4: really work. <laughs> right behind your chair. <laughs>
0: there we go. Let's try this again. Ah.
4: Yeah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> off camera. It's right there. Huh. <laughs> I almost landed I on, the it's it's on the couch. It's on the couch. It's floating on the green screen.
0: screen.
5: <laughs> I mean, I'm wealthy.
0: patreoncom slash dork
5: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my millions of dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna go. My next, my next step is to go box people on YouTube. Uh, there you go.
2: Uh, yeah. No, I, I found... think I could
0: take Matt Pat. I think I could take Matt. Yeah, he's wiry.
2: <laughs> I found the trick was Matt to do a lot of ass. like singing yeah. to warm it's up. Same. Especially singing with various registers. I had to try and sing deeper or sing higher. Mm-hmm. And then um, talking to Charlie, my dog, actually. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would talk to him in win voice. i was like, oh, well, Charlie, are you really going to do that?
4: And just talk to him that way. See, I just need a pet because I have no one to talk to. So I'm just, I talk to I talk to my car a lot. Like when I'm driving to work, Damn. I'll talk to pet. her. And it's, it's expensive. It's a pet. She's a very expensive pet, <laughs> but the 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 sighing one I do for slipping into Ivy's voice, Hayden. And I, I realized I haven't been doing it as well, like the for a bit. And then last night I did a ton of that before game, and I noticed I was like, oh, I can get Ivy's voice back down to where she started with the
6: hello doctor kind
4: of. <laughs> well, I think that's
2: one of the things as well is having a line. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you got it. That mm-hmm. anchor because, really
0: helps. Have a catchphrase. Well,
2: until. I did, got wins one. I was like I didn't really have it, but it was like, hi there. You can I'm Gwendolyn Shafra, but you can call me Win. Really got that voice accent like just also the way she talks. I yeah. was like, oh, so, there's was Win.
0: So little Boy. Aqua girl in the chat pointed out that uh, the deepest voice we heard so far was Mr. Witch. Holy shit, that was deep. Uh, that was me using Hayden's technique to get down that deep so thank I'm you again i'm so
1: glad it's worked thank <laughs> kathy westluck she is a goddess kathy i Wilson. love her also then, yeah.
0: a little bit of imitating michael clark duncan
5: <laughs> because
0: that's just you got to pretend you're michael you're just i'm tired boss you know just go down there and just like yeah put like, actually breathe yourself down there but uh i, yeah. I
5: almost went patrick warburton <clears throat> with isaac oh
0: yeah just uh
5: Yes, okay. When, Patrick, you ta- when you do the poison, the poison for poison. I can only yeah. do Patrick Warburton
0: out of one side of my mouth. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right? You it's, have to. It, it, it but no, like, I, if I switch sides, I can't do it.
6: Doesn't
0: it doesn't work. Watch, it it's like, yeah. it's, it's, oh, the poison, the poison for Cruzco. Kus- See, it sounds just like I'm somebody's dad. Like, <laughs> Well, the Poison, the Poison for Cusco Kersko. Krusko's Poison. Krusko's Poison. Right. So I think it's better. the same it's like, side, too. It. It's like,
4: oh, that's shit? hilarious. What, Everyone has a here? Patrick Warburton son. Exactly. <laughs> I love having Patrick
0: Warburton show up in games. Um, yes. All right, so and did everybody go over their character inspiration? Yes. Okay. Uh, so. Any suggestions for when the players go over the rails? Oh, this is from moriarty eight. To eight sixty two. Uh, any suggestions for when players go over the rails in this module? For example, my players use Mage Hand, Thaumaturgy, and Prestidigitation to steal Witch's Watch after the Big Top Extravaganza. Uh, well, the module wants you to steal the I watch. I mean, that's
2: essentially what we did.
0: Um,
2: Meh. we just didn't use spells to do it. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> how that
0: goes super over the rails, but I mean, honestly, for this, if they're in the theme of the of the module and they're having fun and you're having fun, because uh, okay. DM, I need you to look at me. Your entertainment matters, too. Okay, now that that's done, I'll put my glasses back on. And, uh, yeah, but do, play the game for you, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, if they go off the rails, just, like, you know, have fun with it as much as you can. Um, uh, and, uh, I don't know, it depends on how off the rails... I mean, that example, I'm not really sure, but what do, what do you all think? Like, what would be a way to rein in some players if they do something kind of a little, little too crazy?
3: Um... You could always do some sort of Feywild like if they're if they're in Hither already, you could have some sort of backlash or you could have oh. um like cuz as the module goes, however they play it is how their environment interacts with them, right? Mm. I guess that's I guess that's a different example, but
0: It's tr- I mean, but like you're right. Like you have the Feywild kind of enforce it. Have agreements yeah. agreements are binding in Prismere for example, Mm -hmm. or perhaps uh, they have a destiny that they should be kind of loose on it, don't, like, dictate what they have to, do, but it's like, oh, well, I mean, your destiny, you have a great destiny here. Um, Subvert expectations with that. Make it to be to win a pie-eating contest and yawn. Uh, But...
4: Also, just like, if if this is a common thing, just, like, if it's one specific player or the whole group, um, just talk with them after session. Like, if it's one player just like after the session's done being like hey um like it's great that you're having fun but it seems like if this is constantly happening it seems like you're purposely trying to trip me up or throw me off game like I'm not necessarily enjoying it um I'd, like what can we do to help your enjoyment and my enjoyment so this can work better I'd say just talk with your players too like if if they're going off the rails a lot and you're like guys i tried to plan this and you guys like it's great that you're doing this but if you're doing this intentionally just to fuck with me
6: Mm
0: -hmm. i'm
4: not enjoying this
5: like well and
0: sorry go ahead no no go ahead go ahead
5: um oh i i it like punish them but like be inventive about it so like or like make it be like oh you think this happened but it happens this way um like recently in uh the powered by the apocalypse game uh uh chris started the game with like yeah i blew up this settlement and i did this and i was like that's a big swing what do i do with that you get a bucket thrown on you and it was a dream right like it's like if your characters want to take a big swing you have to encourage that because the players should be taking big swings. Otherwise, what's the point?
0: Yes. But... And, and Yes. But are always your best friends.
5: Exactly. Yes. Oh yeah. You totally and killed
0: them. Strahd. The problem is you forgot about Claude, his cousin. Exactly. An even... Jean-Claude Van Damme is. <laughs> Lee... <laughs> JCVD takes over Ravenloft. That's um, so, I mean, there's that. And also, by the way, if you're a player, that's not having fun. Talk to the DM. Uh, one thing on on Robin's point, if you're gonna address your players, uh, this is something that I learned a while ago when I was in grad school. Uh, when you were giving critical feedback to other people, give it in the form of what is known colloquially as a shit sandwich. A two <laughs> two you take you take the insult and you put it in like two nice pieces of focaccia, like just just beautiful. <laughs> so you do something like so say, uh, Caitlin, for the sake of this, you're a murder hobo, okay?
3: Oh yeah, oh okay. yeah, Caitlin holy yeah.
0: shit you killed so many people this game
3: yeah that was
0: you I, I know it's what you do that was that was that was really cool thank you I, hey seriously like the way you your, your stats and like like the way you rolled was ridiculous i love those dice that always seem to roll 20s um right right there i'm <laughs> uh, why do you keep asking to use my microwave on the brakes um but uh so That's i was wondering hard. it's I think I think I'm having a little bit of trouble like getting the module running uh, and like keeping us moving with the plot because people keep dying that have crucial information. could we could we work out a way that maybe like I, I think that it would be even more badass if you only killed like big people like mm. really like like I mean, because right now you're like you're not even getting a challenge out of this, you know,
3: yeah, you know, like I could use my dagger and say. Tell me all your information, or I slit your throat. That's pretty badass.
0: That's pretty. That's pretty badass. Uh, yeah. I think that yeah. Let's let's start with that. You know, and then okay. <laughs> maybe a little more talking. Uh, but whole yeah, because like seriously, you are terrifying, and you, like let the other players role play and have their fun because when it comes down to it, like you and me know who's actually going to be kicking the ass when the time is right. Let <laughs> let them have their fun in the meanwhile, okay. Like, seriously, give it to them in a way where you're giving them a positive and then you're sliding it in, but then you end with a positive, okay? That is the best way to give criticism to most people on creative endeavors because our brains are not wired to process three things at once. (laughs) And it's a way to hotwire and get them to agree with you. Um, But also it it, it dulls the impact, right? And this is a creative medium. People get sensitive. Um, But yeah, honestly.
2: Yeah, and if it's players just being kind of like, insane as the player oh ha, 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 that's that'll be hilarious let's do this really stupid thing right like at some point it is kind of like if everybody's doing it kind of like so now okay what's the tone of the chronicle that you guys actually want to play here
0: yep. session zeros are critical for that so at the beginning that's the game where you just talk about what you want out of it and our, oh, yeah. ours is on screen like you can go back and watch it and see like what we were talking about in the vibe and, and stuff like that. And it's it's super, super useful. Um, okay. Uh, are there any things I should take note of? This is from Meepo the Red. Uh, are there things I should keep note of when running Chapter 1 that make Chapter 2 feel more connected to the Carnival? How do I make the transition from the Carnival Shenanigans to the Feywild Campaign? I think that it already does it. But having things... That, uh, the Witchlight Monarch. is is one of the easiest techniques or one of the easiest elements to bring across because that means that the things that happened in the previous chapter do have ramifications. And of course, there are all of the other things that happen in the carnival that do... Come forward and do help that the character I can't say anymore because it's a spoiler for the future, but I've got my story tracker for stuff you did in chapter one that will have future implications. That is a really that is already written into the module that stuff like that will happen. But my players keep surprising me in this module by remembering that they have all the cool crap that they earned at the carnival to whip out to solve their problems for them. Because
5: they're the So many sticky notes. They're literally still have wine.
4: I have so many notes.
2: And Pixie Dust. I still have Pixie
4: Dust. you know, a couple spider things though. I've two, two, I think six minor illusion stuff that I, can I use. keep looking at it. <laughs> yep.
0: like, hmm,
4: not not useful yet. I want to fly yep. one day,
0: but like, and you... the
4: candy, the candy saved me for yeah. the tree blight.
0: Yeah, um, there's very little healing inside of Prismere, uh, like immediate healing items and things like that, and shops where you can buy them, unless you're gonna improv those in. I had Mr. Light in episode uh, three, I guess two or three give everybody a candy uh and it was i'm gonna i'm gonna pull the screen back real quick and let you know something honestly what do those candies do whatever i need them to do when you eat them (laughs) to make the game more fun and if it's going to be to cast revivify then it's going to be cast revivify okay (laughs) um because getting one hit killed sucks um, yes
4: <laughs> uh, but
0: it, but honestly like if you want to but if you don't want to play in a way that keeps the adventure moving forward in that way it could literally be a turn like if you're gonna have a player turnover fine cool uh it turns sassy into a bomb her corpse you pop it in and then you know she explodes and does 10 d12 damage to the tree blight and then rolls Oof. a new character or something like that like you can um but uh it's up to you i would i would include something like that just to give them a little just to give you a few like a few like little bit of wiggle room on the plot when you need something to happen you've got a MacGuffin. you got like f- f- probably as many characters as you have worth of MacGuffins, and if you need them to turn into spider-man for an hour and <laughs> to be able to climb mountains and stuff you know you got it right um, so there there is that um, other stuff that you that plays forward. I mean, honestly, like this, the echoes from the witch light carnival are really good. Um, someone asked in our discord that they wanted to seed. Um, so you all heard that there were two carnivals that kind of met each other and then they traded hands. Well, yeah. in the domain of dread book, they talk more about the carnival that Mr. Witch and Mr. Light used to run. And someone in our in our discord wanted to incorporate that carnival. And it was like, well, how would I do that? Because I want to flesh it out with more carnival stuff. And I'm like, mm, fair enough. Um, I would strongly suggest having it come out organically through things like the hags. So, like, right there, you had a um, you had a moment inside of the hags where uh, Isaac picked up something and it gave away a bunch of secrets about her sister. Why not have something like that that is like a memento of the carnival that they kept? Like the the creepy carnival. Or something like that. Like, you these hags are hoarders man you can do anything you want with their with their storerooms my, my biggest regret in the entire module actually was that isaac found a music box and i didn't have a good thing for it because it was just a mundane music box but the idea that it like it could not be given where it was found it could not be sassy's thing But my god, I wish I would have seen five minutes into the future, five minutes before, I would not have had that music box be there, and I would have had her item be a music box. Because it's a way better idea. And and Krista, you seized on that, and I was so excited, I'm like
5: I don't honestly, I don't think it was even me. I think it was Hayden that was it someone. Yeah, Hayden Hayden typed it into the into the the chat. Hey yo,
1: is this sassy thing?
5: Yeah, and I was like, Oh, yeah. And so And then Krista
1: said it. I typed it and Krista yes. said it. Ooh, yeah, so... but I, I pulled I pulled it from Hayden mentioning it, but it
5: was it was yeah. so good that right. I was like, Oh, I have to do this then. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I do that so often. I'm like, Ayo, is this the thing? Is yeah, this right, the right. thing we're Get dealing low. with? <laughs> and that's and that's another beautiful
5: thing because like you know you could have like this is all of us meshing well together mm. you know you could have been like oh isaac did my i see you pick up a box it was like no mm. isaac would be the one that would have thought of this but krista didn't think of it so here's a note for krista to bring it mm. up as isaac and like that I kind of meshing that. yeah it works great
0: um so uh sylvester slays who's our graphic designer in the chat was asking do you think we should have new like overlay frame designs for chapter three i'm not sure so like this frame design is great and i really like it i think this actually might fit next chapter better than it fit chapter two because chapter two was very much boggy right so this Mm -hmm. is an image from chapter three right now
6: oh great yes right so like this
0: is just like the chapter title page i think this blends into the background really well um Mm -hmm. if you want to mix the colors up a tiny bit and make it a little more bluey bluey or yellowy maybe could be good. Uh, and then the next chapter is very much like very mountainous and very, a little bit threatening, a little bit fee Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's up to, it's up to you. I'm fine with anything. Uh, this one works really well for the entire time in the Feywild, in my opinion. But if you want to do extra work, dude, like uh, <laughs> uh, your stuff always looks good. So pff, uh, it's up to, up to you. We, I need, I need it by, uh, I need it by, like Monday, so. <laughs>
6: uh, <laughs> uh,
0: but I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you some photos of what this chapter, v- the vibe is of the next chapter, and the one after that, and the one after that. Um, but I think this looks this looks really solid. Like our, our stuff looks Ooh. great. I my, my only regret about the visual layout. Sorry, podcast listeners, uh, is that we didn't get as much time with the carnival look because the carnival yeah, look was, so, was good. so
2: good. It was, it was, so it was good. really good.
0: <laughs> uh, this is really good, too. But man, I love the carnival look. It was just it speaks to me <laughs> on a deep level. Um, OK, so other questions. Uh, let's see. Are there things to keep note of that makes I think just like do that. Um, another one from Meepo. We, was it hard to get the party going in the right direction when they were thrown into Prismere? Even if only a few characters had lost items in that section, I'm running this module with a large group and I'm nervous to focus attention only on one third of the players and their lost thing.
5: Hmm. I I mean, Lothian's thing happened and this wasn't even her section. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, like, Nico stuff sprinkled throughout as well. I think that's the thing is sprinkle things, even though there's going to be focus on other characters and that's where they're going to get their things, find places to sprinkle things for other characters so then everyone can feel included. Also, I I feel like it
4: wasn't the goal of it. Like, we were pretty much going around and helping people was kind of more the vibe and trying to fix the area versus, um, like, Isaac and Sassy's thing that was kind of like a we knew we had to go find the hag but then it was like okay what can we do on our way to the bonus kind
2: of thing yeah Mm -hmm. well i mean that's the thing is in in the overarching the reason to be in hither is to get your things back from bavlorna but also that's like the end game of this section it's not the whole game so like honestly like all through the other parts it's not the focus it's yeah, it's the goal, but it's not the focus.
0: It's the reward for going along with the story. Really, it's yeah, it's it's you know, it's the magic items you find along the way, um, <laughs> and uh, and the friends too. Uh, but yeah, the goal is to save Prismere from whatever is threatening it, right? And this is something that you get along the way. Um, but it, it's absolutely what, what was said a second ago is the ra- um, things like the random encounters are fantastic. So there are eight random encounters in Hither. They are the Abandoned Raft, where you find an abandoned raft. That's literally it. You guys found that. The Gushing O-Well, where there's a well that erupts water and it keeps causing problems. Uh, and that's where you find the Will-O-Wisps, who have a bunch of items, um, th- a bunch of trinkets that you randomly roll up that are, um, uh, they're there. If a character tries to take one or more, the Willowiths turn visible, accuse them of being dishonorable thieves, and insist the items be returned at once. They will accept a different trinket as payment for the one that was stolen. Um, have something like that. Have something, like, if they have Feywild background, info like if you have like a fey a fae character or a, a witch light hand or something like have something meaningful the, not one of the characters who's getting something really cool um if you have enough time and you're going in enough yeah give them some more stuff too but make sure that everybody gets a bite of whatever is is in in hither because like it like like you said luthien is not is not getting her thing back but she had this like huge like several huge moments that were really important. So give everybody their time time to shine and Mm -hmm. it'll be easier to push them along. Also um, the easiest trick in all media. And don't forget, you are running a role playing game, you're running media. You control what people see and hear. So if you give them a bunch of descriptions, like you were on top of a tall bridge, it is mist everywhere, you can see nothing except that tower over there with a ball. <laughs> and then the character's are gonna go right to the balloon because you're like, Well, there's mist everywhere. It's just it's just it's just the balloon, and it looks like it could be valuable.
2: Except for Isaac.
0: Except for Isaac, who was like, I'm gonna go to him.
5: <laughs> <laughs> what is the direct beeline where i need to get my shit and leave let's I'm taking go a b, doing the b plot exactly yes
0: okay so we've got a few more questions uh do you have any storytelling techniques that make the atmosphere of the Feywild wild come to life creative ways you incorporate some of the repeating themes in the book uh that it encourages to use uh get really good at rhyming Hmm. <laughs> uh uh try to do your best to keep in mind uh certain numbers that i will not uh, mention because that could be a spoiler to my players um always remember uh fairy tale themes um play music in the background that makes you feel more whimsical uh tabletop audios uh arcane clockworks is what i use for the witchlight carnival and it made me just more it made it more fun to run the witchlight carnival to have that in the background uh and it's free go go use it when you run in your game it's uh it's great um what, what other techniques to make the feywild more mystical um watch who framed roger rabbit <laughs> i'm not even kidding like yep. th- that vibe is like slightly sinister but like also pretty happy
5: yeah well mm-hmm. and describing like weird creepy things like you know okay you're walking past somewhere and oh look at this pretty flower and it eats a squirrel right like add weird things in it depends on what world you want right this Just is have true
0: little mm-hmm. well humor is the inversion of what is expected so that is funny like a like a nut eating a squirrel
5: yeah
0: or you you break open a nut and there's a squirrel inside
4: yeah totally yeah.
0: or like the like you know us i mean what's what's the ugl- flowers that look at you and and you know think you're their mother type of thing right
2: you know what yes. honestly read or watch alice in wonderland
0: yeah yeah
5: like An that's the
2: wild
0: yeah yeah it's really weird. Like
3: yesterday mean, or, did you No, uh, like uh, one of the uh one of the other times where you had a flower that was like eat me eat me oh yeah, yeah. That, that's that's, that's from this book eat i me. so they uh, my me.
0: characters in my homebrew game uh reign of memories went through the Feywild last night as a shortcut and um i i mean it was a little dirtier in that game than than i think it's presented <laughs> in here but they and found a so- flower that flower was like <laughs> eat me so you can find stuff there, like... Because um, I, I just pulled out the Witchlight book. I'm like, you're going through the Feywild. I'm going to cheat and use the module that's already here and just, like, pick and choose out of it. Um, so, yeah. Like, be whimsical. Have fun. Storytelling techniques. Uh, repeat things and do things that are unexpected. And don't have the same thing do the same thing twice, necessarily.
2: Also, if you need some help, like, visualizing, have a look at the art in the book. Yeah. Like, it's got some gorgeous art. And really sit and look at it, look for details, look for the colors, the feeling, details. and like incorporate some of those themes in how you describe stuff.
0: That's fair. All right, so here are a bunch from Ringy. I'm just going to blur through these real quick. Were there any areas of the chapter you felt were weaker and that could have been expanded on more? Uh, some of the maps, uh, yes. knowing where the freaking trap door inside of Bavalorna's place would have been great um is there anything you'd run a second time around different way you'd approach things i got the chest of drawers inside of Bavalorna's bedroom backwards one of them the chest of drawer and the shelf were different and i read them backwards when i was running the game so technically hayden shouldn't have been attacked but it made for a better scene so i just went with it um so sorry uh that was a little minor. There's a little little mistake it happens. Just uh roll with your mistakes always. Uh and just be like, eh, it's different. I don't make mistakes. I just change my <laughs> change my plot. Uh what was the most challenging part in terms of preparation? Uh remembering all of the damn voices. That was that was a big one. Uh Bavlorna's Bavlorna's hut was like pretty complex it's like her, her house is like three levels it's got a decent amount of prep you'll need to keep an eye on um the best way to get through downfall is it's kind of a hard thing to explain to your players if they can't see the maps or because you have to have everything obscured with fog it's a, if you're using digital maps it's really technical to keep to allow them to see it um i think that honestly the thing that stressed me out the most was the agdon longscarf fight going into that because i wanted to do it right and then they ko'd him immediately of course I <laughs> prepped for it. um so like um so just just um if you're if you're a voice if you're a voicing dm rather than just like a narrative dm uh jot down your in your notes what voice so that you can be consistent over multiple games particularly if you're streaming on the internet uh because nothing makes me more stressed out then, wait, you found the trap door? Wait, hold on. Bullshit. Uh,
5: <laughs> it's in the middle of the inside of the south wall. There's one square with vertical wood grain instead of horizontal.
0: Are, are you kidding? Hold on. I'm looking at this.
5: <laughs> oh, no.
0: I call shenanigans on this.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: son of a bitch!
2: <laughs> well, wait! All right. I'm going to just call attention to this real quick. It's nothing to do with this, but I think this is really cool because the first time I've seen it. What? There's a staff person in our chat, in our users in chat right now.
0: Staff oh, person shoot. from from what?
2: Well, they're labeled staff. I think that means they're Twitch staff.
0: Oh, hey, Twitch. Hi. You? No, uh, so Hi. The, <laughs> so vertical. No, 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 because that's the that's uh, the thing you're looking at in you're looking at B1 is that goes down to D12. So that goes to the meat locker. If you're the looking one
5: at, that is a, an obvious trap door.
0: The one that is an obvious trap door goes down to the meat locker see this is what was throwing me because there is a trap door there but it's not the trap door so unless there's another trap door that this is, this is what this was this is what i wish i would have done differently <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay d12 no it's the no it's not it's d12 is wait d oh son of a bitch d12 not b12
5: <laughs> we love you, <laughs> Kelly. Yeah. It's, to be fair, it's
0: real small.
5: To be fair, mm-hmm. son of. To be fair, <laughs> son fair. of. A bitch. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So there we go. That's what I would do differently. I would learn to read. Um, <laughs> I would, I would make sure that I got the D next time I ran this uh and not the <laughs> um is there a different way i would approach things i mean like i mean pick and choose i i'd do agdon a little differently from the i'd run the combat a little differently uh i, I loved
2: agdon honestly mm-hmm, he was yeah. so irritatingly bravado and then immediately went to whining and yeah. whinging once he got caught
5: yeah it's very good
0: when your DM is half done, I'm I'm full oh. dumb. Uh, use, <laughs> the useful clover.
5: <laughs>
0: Step up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: go big or go home. Go full I, I'm dumb. I'm already
0: big, so I guess I am already home.
5: <laughs> there you go. You're <laughs> fine. Me. You're Fight good. me. Uh, you're good
0: what go. are some of the most exciting areas of the chapter explored? area I mean, anytime I get to like act like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> done can't find a trap door uh so those are, those are my favorite um anytime that we get to have fun anytime i get to make my players laugh anytime that they engage and really feel an emotion um on the on the narrative component um don't forget that when you are running anything with an emotional narrative to play with the dials because you have to go from you go from whimsy to bittersweet to bittersweet to funny from to funny to sad to sad to angry play with your emotions go up and down don't don't be one note or else people are gonna get freaking bored
5: that goes for players too. let yourself feel those emotions i i it's hard for me to let myself get into those to be vulnerable in front of other people especially in a video medium with lots of people watching i get real in my head about it but letting yourself be like no just go with it be that The, the best scenes i've ever had in in have been on dork tales and it's been when i've just said screw it and get got into shouting matches with people and like (laughs) just absolutely giving in
0: is it easier with the prosthetic on um do you get like the theater mask approach
5: not too much i don't think i think it depends on who i'm playing with it's it's very much like because like one of the best moments i think i've ever had in any game ever was in our hunter game when james and i were shouting at each other and like the chat was legitimately like are you guys okay and like <laughs> actually thought we were mad and like thank god taryn was in the chat it was like no no krista gets quiet when she gets mad so this isn't real anger <laughs> no, it was great
0: it was great you guys were exploding at each other
5: Yeah. And it was it was like at the end of it, it was like I had to like decompress, but I felt so good about it. Like having those moments where you can just like let yourself go is incredible.
0: On, on that, we actually had uh, someone is re-watching or watching through *Rime of the Frostman*. One of our one of our new Discord and one of our new patrons uh, is going through, disc, uh, going through Discord, uh, going through *Rime of the Frostman*, and commented on the *Cave of the Berserkers* episode today, oh. and was, said they were crying and yelling in their car while they were listening to that episode. <laughs> and if you remember correctly, this is the episode y'all might have killed each other in that episode, yeah. and it was literally everyone in the cast screaming and yelling at each other after 17 episodes of of like being friends they had a huge falling out and like wandered into a blizzard to get away from each other and oh it was it was that was <laughs> the time
2: where i had to be in chat like okay guys stop asking me how i am like, shut the fuck up. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> stop yeah. asking me.
0: After that yeah, game. Hallie's on
2: edge like. and Christine's gonna cry, so stop it. Yeah,
0: that was a absolutely. minimum like half hour um uh decompression after game of just like, oh yeah. yeah,
6: just,
0: yeah. I, think I, have that. I think I still have those I think it was really good for, for bringing Robin in, too, because, like, Robin was a fairly new role player at that point and hadn't been in one of those situations before. That so, was my first. Well, but that kind of made you... That helped you open up to the rest of the cast and, like, realize, it like, did. oh, no, we're just... We're, we're really getting into this and having fun. Mm-hmm. Right. So... That
2: was such a I good mean, that's one. the only thing I find difficult about streaming games is because we've done that before in, like, games that we did not stream before we, you did streaming, where whatever like you're just among friends nobody's watching you don't have to immediately turn back into anything else and like for the character because once i start crying i can't stop <laughs> i am an emotional person and if i am pissed off i will be crying if i am upset i'll be crying if i'm like Thank mildly you. irritated i'll be crying
6: yeah. and i can't crying, prevent it you'll be not. It's <laughs> it's the one time you're not crying
2: so the problem is, is i don't want it to happen on the stream though because like yeah. i have quite a makeup look on or a lot of <laughs> stuff and then i don't want tear tracks through it like yeah i also don't want video evidence of it for people to watch for like years of me crying mm-hmm. so it, really? it's interesting to like convey emotion and get into it in game but I don't want to step over that line yeah hmm. I think i've just...
1: embraced that i'm a stream crier i'm like yeah. but i couldn't like with lysithian they weren't really a crier even at the end no tears just silent rage and sorrow is kind of where they lived so i didn't have to worry about that with ruining the blue which i did enough just attempting to drink water which i, I am really bad at <laughs> But um I I've accepted that I'm a stream crier and letting myself cry in character and I'm like, if I'm gonna start crying and not stop, cool. Cause I'm so the same way, Christine. I'm like, once I start, that's where that's me. That's you see, where I'm at.
2: Normally like I can for the most part I'm not that invested in how my character's feeling. So I can kinda of portray being upset without like actually having it trigger my own crying. Yeah. But God, Cave of the Berserkers. That just like stabbed straight to the heart. It was so
1: hard. <laughs> that was, well, that well,
2: that such was tough. Uh, it I was, was just dead. like, oh God, Callie, my baby. My my baby. Really... They they turned on you.
0: Chris, are you the same as me? Because I'm pretty sure, because I can turn it on and off. Like I can turn tears just on and off at a moment's notice. Yep.
5: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, more or less. Yeah. I, I mean, like there's, and, and it's funny because like sometimes there's times like, it, it gets kind of tricky where like there'll be moments of like okay my character would be engaging in this way but like you can kind of then just act it and portray it and go okay this is how I would feel and then you get other op- options like <laughs> again in our hunter game where a situation gets presented and Krista is having a full-blown panic attack fully triggered by the situation and doesn't know what to do and has to go the character would not be doing this the character would be being logical about this find the fucking words <laughs> And so you find both, but it ha- and I mean that it happens, right. It's, I'm, but it's like, that happens in situations, right. Where you're like, okay, this, my character would be panicking and engaging about this, but I'm okay. We're just going to engage with that. But then finding that disconnect of like being in the character. I, and I've been struggling with that with Isaac a little bit. And I think it's just because I've, like, there's been a number of games where like I've been kind of sick or I, I haven't really had my head in it. Mm. And so I've been playing my regular character instead of like, I had an idea with Isaac that after he, died like going into bavlora's hut he was going to like not even try anything and he was going to hide in the background and do nothing (laughs) because he just died and like are you kidding me i was dead i'm not getting i'm not touching anything i'm not starting any fight die with the tree so he didn't die he went down okay he was was saying i'm like i I killed the other one (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, that was me. That <laughs> was. Actually, he was He was in death saves. So as far as he's concerned, he was, it was on was door. Exactly. But like the idea of like, I almost died. I was like, I was within inches of death and I don't know how to handle that. That's and right. like, that was why he ran away in the Bavlorna fight. But but, th- but then situations came up where like, he jumped onto the blob and I was like, that's a cool thing to do. Ha ha that ha. And great. Then I was like- I'm
0: sorry it didn't succeed. It was so good Oh, it's though. fine.
5: But like- <laughs> As I was as I was saying it, and I've been like thinking about it for like everybody's turns, and I was like, Isaac wouldn't have done this. He's just on the like this isn't the character I wanted, but oh well, I'm in it now, I guess.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, but, yeah, but the thing it's is, you tough. never. But I, I think that's one thing about playing a character like when you do something that doesn't necessarily fit what the character would do, uh, or what you think they would do, embrace it. People do things that they yeah. don't understand all the time. Yeah, <laughs> how many times in your own life have you done something that you're like?
4: the rap battle (laughs) that's literally that was my thing i was like oh shit sassy wouldn't actually do this yeah but robin (laughs) wanted to get in a rap battle with kelly well (laughs) and and i was the
5: opposite of like i I was like isaac absolutely would throw down and wreck this fool but krista is not in it like i was so out of it that game that i was like there's no way i'm gonna be able to participate in this
0: You could've you could brought some heat. Uh so I got two more questions for us to go through, and then we just got a little bit of free talk, and then we'll probably call it. Uh for the players who found their lost thing, so you two, do you feel like your character this is from Ringy as well. Do you feel like your characters uh after finding their thing are even more interested in the story? Do the stakes feel higher for you? How does that, how does that make you feel? Or you can don't you don't have to say anything if you don't want to. But what do you think?
4: I think we discussed this at the um we're talking about uh, the one question asked about like, keeping the interest for two-thirds of their cast while they got into, or their players, while they got into this. Um, this was an over... Like, the item was the the little goal. So, okay, cool, that's been... It's been done. So Sassy now really just wants everyone else to find their lost thing and also save Prismere because, like, these people have been have helped her find the thing <laughs> so i in my opinion um sassy is the same or more invested in this because she is learning to kind of be more selfless from this mm. so for me that's uh, kind of my that's my answer
5: yeah yeah well and and i kind of isaac as in in his old status i'm sure like he was planning like oh sick we landed in the realm of bavorna that's where my thing is i'm gonna get my my height back it's absolutely the vainest thing in existence (laughs) and just dip and be like yeah okay i'm good now bye right but now he's kind of like he could have just ran
0: the chat is wondering how you will role play your newly gained height
5: uh if i could make my voice lower i would make it lower Um, higher
0: because you're higher up
5: Oh there you go. Yeah. There's less, there's less oh, altitude or there's really less oxygen up here. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah. Isaac,
2: did we just worm our way into your heart?
5: <laughs> no, never. <laughs> Absolutely. But he won't admit it. Um and I think I think he's he's it, it's it's interesting because i think this is the fact that he even ran with them is like he keeps surprising him. like you said like c- characters do things that don't make sense and the fact that he ran with them and is now in a air balloon going to a different section to do more good for other people that don't mean anything to him is very like oh okay and he's he's got some fun backstory that like this is the person he didn't want to be. He didn't want to be a hero. And now it's like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. I guess we're, I guess we're there.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> t- t- turns out we matter
5: after all. <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, so the last question from ringy is lastly, how do you feel your characters have bonded or grown to their fellow party more since the start of the campaign? Uh, any friendships or bonds that would have initially have surprised you? Do you feel they fully trust the party or still have some slight reservations? I feel like we kind of touched on a lot of that, but the part of that that really jumps out at me is, any friendships or bonds that surprise you? What do you think?
1: Um kind of nothing really shocked me. Well, I I guess like the first thing that comes to mind is like Wyn and Isaac, like their dynamic.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um That's fair.
2: Uses Isaac as a tea towel. <laughs> I I don't even know how
5: that started it just did yeah I don't
1: remember it's been since the carnival
5: well I I think it was very much like I think Isaac knowing the carnival was like who's our best shot Win. it was for me it was between win and Nico and I was like, okay, one of these two is going to be the one that brings the most joy. Cause so I was like, okay, we have Luthien, like calm, collected, going to be very useful in making things happen, but isn't going to be the face of this. And no. same with Sarsira, like very, clearly very charismatic and gorgeous and like talented, but not the joy. Whereas Nico and Wynn brought that joy. And Nico's so- Nico's the chaos. Yeah. And Win is very whimsy. Chaos. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, when is the like wholesome kindness, whereas Nico is the, is the chaos and fun, which I feel like both are possibilities at this kind of place. Oh, yeah. um, and, and I, and so I kind of, I was sort of leaning into both of them. If like, I was kind of trying to pay attention to both of you the most at first because of that, I was like, I'm going to push these two. Cause I think they're going to be our best opportunity. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, th- I think, I think honestly the, the relationship with Isaac and, uh, Nico, it kind of has thrown me.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's really developed in the last chapter.
5: Yeah, yeah, it mm. really
1: has. I love it.
5: Me too. I was actually I
2: thinking that I need to focus on developing Win and Isaac again because we were really planning to be kind of thick as thieves a little bit. Yeah, and it kind of tapered off a little, and I want to get back to that. Yeah, but well, what and really I, surprised I... me was Luthien. Because you were very calm and reserved, and then you turned into a bit of a bitch.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Win.
2: Stop it. <laughs> I was just like,
3: I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Yeah, well and i i fully you're expected
2: not
5: my to mom. be I, I fully expected like i was kind of planning to lean into Luthien and be like okay we're going to be the like calm headed characters and like bring sorciera <laughs> in with us and let the two chaos folks be chaotic uh yeah. but but i feel like we've kind of gone in like we're we're keeping either end in that kind of way
0: mm-hmm. yeah everybody's way different than i thought they would be it's good, it's good. yeah <laughs> Um, so looking forward to chapter three, we're going to be going into thither. Uh, now what I'd like to tell you about thither is that we are going to be getting even deeper into the fairy tales. In fact, the more this module goes in, the deeper into fairy tale vibe this goes. Um, with no spoilers, uh, this is a very foresty area. So if you think of any forest related fairy tales, there might be something in here. And if not, I might add some extra ones. Uh, and as the module goes on, there's so much good stuff here. Um, and I'm really looking forward to uh, to having more of Prismere's atmosphere really kind of affect y'all. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Cool.
6: Um, I guess
2: I know what I'm going to do this weekend is pull out all of my old fairy tale books that I spent most of my childhood <laughs> reading and rereading over and over again. And reread them.
5: <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah.
0: Nice. Uh, does anybody have anything they want to say about the module that they like, isn't like, or that, that they want to see more of? Because uh, I have one final thing to say before we before we call it.
5: You guys are I all mean, awesome, and I love playing with you. Yeah, <laughs> right. this has been great. I mean, hell, throw more whimsy on it. That
2: it's just so different from most D and D games that. Mm-hmm.
0: I hope Wizards does more mm-hmm. stuff that's not necessarily this tone, but this different mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. um, this has been really, really fun.
0: I really am looking forward to Strixhaven uh, mm-hmm. eventually. Because like, that looks like it could be some cool stuff. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Call the Netherdeep when we do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I It'll be completely different because it's written by a completely different team. Um, I hope that whatever comes out in September that takes over this slot is going to be a lot of fun too. I hope they I hope they go somewhere brand new or weird with it. And I think, I think it might be like Space. It might be Starjammer or whatever. Like, that's yeah. the vibe I'm getting.
2: Um, well, I think so far, I think this is probably going to be the game where I really miss this character. Yeah. Mm. It's like, I enjoyed Callie, but I was fine with being done at the end of Rhyme and not hmm. playing her again. Yeah. But Wynn is just like, I think I'm really going to miss this because I don't see this campaign ever dragging like Rhyme did in the end
0: yeah the ending of the ending of uh, rhyme is a bit rocky I need to make that video of how to fix rhyme mm-hmm. it's gonna be a lot of fun um, last question I have for you folks you ready mm-hmm. what'd you do with Speedy
5: the snail oh no he's tied up I don't know oh, yeah no. we left him our he, Speedy he's the big
0: bad evil guy <laughs>
1: You left him. I've had so
0: many comments that are like, "What happened to Speedy? What happened to Speedy? Where's Speedy?" We're
3: dumb Speedy? fucks and we forgot Speedy. We're not. That's what oh, it comes down we, to. But we couldn't put Speedy in the in the hot air balloon. He was too we big. We put it. it. He's too big. No. He's a snack for Bablorna, I
2: guess. <laughs> yeah. a a right. I scar-man.
1: think you guys are going to have to
2: bring this up in character
5: because Wynne is just going to be like? <gasps>
0: you look down. And he's.
5: <laughs> I, Caster just asked if I had a blink dog, but I think he he stayed at the he
0: stayed so my the blink the, dog friend. It's he'll he'll show up in the epilogue for sure if he survives. Huzzah! Um, but there there's a thing for the background like you get a companion, but it it's weird. He specifically or they, whatever whatever um, you get does not by the rules follow you into the Feywild, and I think that's kind of a wasted yep. opportunity. The we we agreed that when you rolled the old blink dog that he probably yeah. wouldn't go, but like.
5: Yeah, it was, yeah, because he can't, I mean, really, an old blink dog isn't going to be terribly useful, but still, yeah, it would have been nice to have him. Because your carnival I love, companions I love it, familiar.
0: could have been uh, an old cantankerous witch light hand, a young impressionable witch light hand. You could have just gotten like a Dirk, for those of you who know that in reference. Uh, uh. A performer, like an acrobat or a musician, a retired performer, a seasoned animal trainer, an old blink dog, a cheery sprite, or a harmless magical wisp of light. No stat block required that has a flying speed of 30 feet. Can hover, sheds bright light, and a five foot radius and dim light for an additional five feet honestly give them that one if you want to do that and just have it follow them into the Feywild wild because then they yeah. have a light source hey
2: hey listen
5: <laughs> why are people worried about isaac's sex life uh <laughs> because he's... we'll see i don't know he, gotta... it's how he gets allies
1: <laughs> if oh he god. asks nicely
0: <laughs> well,
5: there's sure. always... that would be hysterical well, there's oh always lady god.
0: nightshade yes oh my god or granny nightshade just bored on
5: watch <laughs> <laughs> ayo Ooh, that's, how found... that's how we, we all die that's how we all die that's how yes. we all died. You we just the assassin dangin'.
0: coming in. How would they know?
1: We're like, we're
4: busy.
0: <laughs> oh my oh god, I found Robin's god. favorite picture.
4: <laughs> what?
0: I can't show you. It's a spoiler for chapter four.
4: Oh <laughs> no. You but, me like this.
0: It's true. Actually there I'm looking I'm, i was looking for images for potential booty uh-huh. calls for Isaac, and there are a few. <laughs>
5: he's he's pan it can be whatever gender identity is there okay
0: i'm pretty sure that you're not interested in like this goblin dude probably not maybe he has a great personality
5: you know what you know what he's funny that makes
0: that makes people's pants fall off in my experience (laughs) exactly Oink going girl now you're mine um (laughs) make him laugh like a piggy um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> gotta love that meme uh so uh, hopefully yeah. that was useful in answering some questions about how to run uh chapter two um I, we answered a lot of questions that people left but honestly my, my quickest advice uh is of course as always read everything um find the few elements inside of chapter two that need to remain intact uh for one where the magic where the the items are uh what is happening with the the darklings uh Make sure to get them that thing that they need that I can't say right now. But make sure they get it. You know what I'm talking about if you're running it. Just make sure they get it. Make it happen. Make it happen.
6: Because uh, it's going to make your life way
0: easier in future chapters. Um, sorry, I could say it, but y'all are here. Uh, and and let, let yourself get a little silly with it. Because if the if you get silly now, it's going to be more effective if you get serious Later, yeah. Um, but also get serious now and get silly later. Like, be sure to give give your characters chances to shine. Give them a lot of things and do everything you can uh, to tie in any backstories that your characters give you, or, or just little elements. Because remember, um, when your characters are giving you backstory, it does not have to be something immense. Like, my family was slaughtered by orcs in a village. My village, Greenbow, was once the most luxurious, wonderful. Uh, apple producing region of and now i can't even look at an apple for fear of thinking of my dead wife and children like that's not it it could be honestly like (laughs) hey hey you've been a witch light hand for 20 years now because you ran away from your dead wife and kids uh what's your favorite food like because you traveled to other dimensions maybe you really got a taste for like instant ramen noodles and they grow out of the bog right there Boom! Character detail right there. Um, don't never forget that your characters are people, uh, and the characters in your games—they—they they like things that their characters might not assume, and if you give them an opportunity to to bend, you you get surprised when the giant, tough, you know, eight foot tall Goliath is like, cotton candy is my favorite food.
5: <laughs> right? Oh,
2: like, it's mine too. I never <laughs> had any as a kid. <laughs>
0: Hey, you want some more? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think I will. You know, the moment that you can get the orc to admit that friendship is magic, do it. Um, but yeah, seriously, go wild with this one. You really can go wild beyond the witch light. Link. And uh, you can have a lot of fun with this module because it is really open-ended. So isolate the few things that you are worried about. Uh, make contingency plans. Remember, yes, but, yes, and. Uh, because your characters are... N- no, no, no plan survives contact with the players. And just, just have a damn good time. This is this is not this is not as serious of a book as you're worried it is. And so long as you remember that fairy tales are very meandering things, you can always get them back on the right path. It's not that hard. Trust me. You can do it. We believe in you. <laughs> so yeah. Um was there any last thing, guys? Not me? that I can think of. Yeah, well, just, just have gloves. fun. Big gloves, big <laughs> gloves. Um, so we are going to be back next week uh, here with uh, a normal episode here on Monday night with Wild Beyond the Witchlight. We we'll hope you will tune into that. Uh, Hayden, you'll be back in LA, which will be fantastic.
1: I will be back in LA. I'll have kind of a half costume going on because my packages might not be there and my wig and ears are in a box, but I'll have like my dress and everything so I can do my hair and all that. But I won't have, like, all my makeup. But thankfully, in L.A., I have, like, a crapload of other stuff. Nice. So...
0: It'll be fine. Like if we're if you're a little less costumed for one episode, we'll just say like just care, wrap a blanket around yourself.
5: I had Hello Kitty ears for one episode. It's fine.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, life happens. We we do our best <laughs> to, to bring it, but uh, sometimes sometimes we hey, don't if have You
5: give to. me
1: permission to be a blanket burrito one episode, I'm just gonna be like, Oh no, my clothes aren't here. I'm in a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac, what did you do to her clothes? Nothing. Oh no <laughs> nothing. I Why does it? everyone blame me? Oh no! I threw them out. I have to be in a blanket.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I won't. be like a rust monster,
5: but for fabric. Yeah.
6: Right. Yep. Um,
0: you know that if I, you have to be a very special type of DM to run that monster and yeah. not be a creep.
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: oh boy! Oh True. boy! Again, um,
5: very high level of trust with your players. Very high level yeah. of just, trust. If you're ever, just fighting Mothman, and he just eats your.
0: Every yeah, if you do something like that, <laughs> like. We we had a comment on an early Witchlight episode today that was like, "If you need warnings in front of your games, you're you're too soft and to, yep. to live or something like that." And it's like, for one, everything was spelled wrong, uh, but for two, which when you're trying to make a proclamation like that and you can't like you don't know you're yours, it it just doesn't work for me. But like stuff like that is ridiculous because it's like yeah, it's a game, but like that's to prevent people from being creepos. I've been in so many games with creepy people and people who have done things that have been just like real crap and you just respect each other guys like seriously it's not that big of a deal anyway uh no step isaac what are you doing oh <laughs> god damn it
5: yeah, also this odi chet isaac oh, oni chan no, no. Isaac? <laughs> oh. i got called daddy last game now i'm getting this oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> oh man uh
5: so isaac what is he a is he's daddy. a, he's a, he's a <laughs> daddy He's hot. He's I a daddy. daddy hot.
2: That's
0: true. Is with that mustache lie. wax.
2: Yeah. It was, it was funny when we got a comment on one of the episodes about wind twirling her hair. Not yeah. sure if it was like actually like a character decision or just mindless. It's mindless because my wig gets tangled. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Shh. no it's a character thing it's deep it's deep you're going method uh, so hey folks that's going to be it for this episode of how to run chapter 2 hope you enjoyed that there's going to be a lot more content like this coming out of Dorktail Tales soon uh, quick reminder that if you want to see other content that we do we have a couple of games this week uh, on Wednesday we have hopefully the final return of the Shards of Nirn our epic ongoing campaign that's in its fourth season it'll be a lot of fun uh, Mage the Ascension the Victorian Age returns on Saturday uh, which is going to be a hell of a lot of fun uh and Are you also, ready to
4: reteach me how to play me? I <laughs> am. Uh, Saturday morning,
0: the the delayed for Basic Park will be running, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, so Krista's yeah, yeah. Extra Life game, it's still going. And Caitlin. Uh, Caitlin's in that one. And so, and Chris and Jacob and a couple of others, fantastic. And okay,
4: Breck is uh,
5: back.
0: We'll be back here on Monday, and then next Tuesday, the 18th, is the start of a brand new homebrew campaign set in the province of XLR. Uh We also have another couple of games of, uh, we have a game of Vampire the Requiem that is being pushed to next week because I'm getting my COVID shot on Wednesday. And we have deadlines la-
5: on Sunday, don't
0: we? We have deadlines on Sunday as well. God damn, we're busy. Uh, <laughs> it's a busy so, weekend. So just, just like and subscribe, <laughs> smash that bell. There's tons of stuff coming from Dorkdale. If
2: that's not enough for you... Oh, yes. You can come hang out with me tomorrow.
0: Oh, that's right. Christine's streaming tomorrow night. So you can follow <laughs> twitch.tv slash Liliana. Uh, there you go. And uh, yeah. Uh, I also want to do a quick shout out to the people who make these videos possible our patrons over at patreon.com slash dorktales and of course all of our subscribers on Twitch uh, I want to quickly thank uh, DM Mike as well as Shelton and Jade for being my divine producers, uh, Nacro for being my demonic producer and uh, Taryn and Buddy for being my princes of the Patreon if you want to help and support this channel and help it grow as this is my, my job um, and you got a couple bucks to toss a coin to a Witcher, uh, go ahead to patreon.com slash dorktales, where five bucks a month gets you a behind the scene podcast, and higher tiers than that get you the ability to influence the game in ways that are pretty damn big. You'll find out. Watch XLR. That's all Soul's fault. Um, uh, yeah, with that, a couple bucks is just nice, but, you know, the podcast is kind of... Kinda- don't yeah, know what you want you also get your name at the end of the youtube videos and read off at the end of the patreon which uh from the at the end of the podcast which takes me for freaking ever uh and with that i think that's i think that's it for the thank you so much y'all are wonderful i love all of you players
5: we love you too, love you too. you're wonderful yeah. and do an incredible job and none of us Yay. would be here without you yes
0: thank you would you like to come to my beach house
5: yes yes yes, <laughs> actually. yes there's got to be at least like six bedrooms right all right. right. yeah
0: why would we need six?
5: One big bed. Oh, <laughs> big, bed, big bed. One
0: a big bed. One big this? No, the floor of this room is a bed. It's a 30 by 30 bed.
5: And it, it oh. opens up like those pools. It's <laughs> <old> gymnasiums. <laughs>
0: just like a red light going. Eh, 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 yeah,
6: exactly.
4: <laughs> Incoming
0: bed. Incoming bed. Then it's got like the Evangelion music.
4: And then it just slowly rises up to meet the like. In step, exactly. of it. So it's just... See, the problem with that is
2: I've watched too much horror stuff. <laughs> you're gonna. <laughs> if I could just, like, see it, like, you're in it and it starts going back down again and sliding back <laughs> up yeah.
6: On this
0: bed, nothing goes be back like, no.
2: down. <laughs> Wait. Wait, no.
0: No, Why? yes, maybe. No? Anyway. Hey, folks, that's gonna be it for us tonight. <laughs> we will see you next time. Um, and uh, from all of us to all of you. That was a great squeak. Uh, we love you. We love you very much, Hayden. Please have a safe trip. Uh, yeah I'll,
1: I'll let you guys know when I'm home safe and all that. Yes, please,
0: cannot wait to see the smile on your face in that photo.
1: And we losing it's, my mind. You've,
0: I'm actually getting a little teary because you've been, you just, you've been so. This has been such a long process for you. I'm it so
1: happy. It's been a really long year. Also, my COVID test came back. I'm negative. So cool. Yeah. I can Woo-hoo. fly. Tomorrow. <laughs> nice. I like just got it like just now. Nice. So like, nice. Which, okay. I think yeah. when you get there,
2: we need all of the animal pictures. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, we not... need to see like how excited <laughs> your babies are. Most of them I'm going to have
1: to find the video of when I reunited with Ryuji last month. I... The video? I will have to get, I'll get Ali to send it to me again. Cause us. I was weeping sitting on the floor and he didn't know what to do with himself. It was like, <laughs> it, you know, those videos of like army dads coming home. Yeah. Yeah. It was that it was Ryuji <laughs> and I just like, <laughs> nice. I will find, I'll get Ale to send me that video. Nice. <laughs> Amazing.
0: Aww. All right. So yeah. folks, Thank we're going to call it here. Bye. Have a fantastic night. We love you very much. See you next
5: week Aye. or maybe
0: sooner. Bye. Bye. Dorktales presents Wild Beyond the Witchlight is a Dorktales production. It features Kelly Clark as the Dungeon Master. It stars Hayden Davio as Nico Freya, Robin Halford as Cicira Novus, Krista Mitchell as Isaac Rinaldi, Christine Rattray as Gwendolyn Shafra, and Caitlin Vinkle as Luthien Aridel To watch episodes live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific, tune into twitch.tv slash Dorktales, or you can catch us later on YouTube at youtube.com slash Dorktales. Our opening and closing theme is Carousel by Monument Studios. This episode also included the music of Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from TabletopAudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a role player can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10 minute loops and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your role playing experience. We're not sponsored by them. We just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com dorktales. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com dorktales. Starting with our Patreon producers. Our divine producers, DM Michael Gray, the great and powerful. Shulton, who leveled up to a god, but still has the right kind of evil. And our new divine producer, Jade, the maker of monsters. Our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl. And Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977. Our level 20 heroes, Jan Clark, who's my, my mom and also Bob Kessler, our level 10 heroes, Triselta, also known as James Bododge, and George Sibley, are very important patrons who donate 5 or more dollars per month, SM Pace, an actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Mike Baxter, first of his name, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale. Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, the great and powerful Nacro, Rio, but without the OZ, United Adventure Company, Robin Holford, the wine master, S.M. Pace, Hillary, Son, and Matt DS. And our dork squad, Jen Peters, Caitlin, Amy, Ba Tran, Willem and Isolda, Just Andy, an insomniac veterinarian, EJ, Ashley Johnson, an insomniac veterinarian, Stevo's Gaming Dungeon, The Traveler, Creox, and Random Equinox.